Tonight, in the hot seat, we got Andy. Hey, Parker's out tonight. I'm here. Yeah, Parker's out tonight. So we we've been uh, trying to figure out uh, how this is supposed to work because Parker, you know, he just he just leaves, just leaves. <laughs> so uh, we got we did a new video, Andy and I and uh, Tyler and some other guys yesterday. We did uh, we did a video down in Kennesaw, Kennesaw, Georgia. I think it was, and and it was it I think we did it in a metal box. It was like a it was like a metal box it was hotter than hades uh and uh, just absolutely hotter than hell and you couldn't tell other than the french guy decided he was going to wear a a gray uh, shirt a gray shirt a gray shirt a gray shirt which you just basically saw all the all the sweat stains all the sweat that we felt uh welcome to another week of how valid is the validity uh it's uh, been an interesting week to say the least um 
finally three million people have passed away from COVID. So six six hundred million. Six hundred million? I think it was. No, not that many. I'm just I'm just uh, we don't really know. That's the whole point, I guess, is uh COVID has has been taking uh on some different uh, aspects lately because I, I don't know if anybody's paid attention, but uh, reporting is not necessarily the most uh well, it's not the greatest reporting it's ever been done in the history of humankind. I can tell you that. But that being said, uh, it's been interesting because now that the CDC doesn't uh, it re- it reports directly to the federal government instead of putting out or instead of hospitals reporting to the CDC, they report to the federal government. So it's been interesting to see some of these numbers changing because, uh, well, now they can't go through the, the CDC. So it, it definitely is an interesting ball game. But worldwide, there have been 15 million confirmed cases and 638,000 deaths. But what we're learning now is, um, you know, that, that the deaths are being reported in different ways. There was a guy that died of a shark attack uh, a couple of days ago. He, he died of COVID. That was a COVID death. Uh, really, really interesting. Do <laughs> uh, you think journalism, you think journalism, people are going to not want to be a journalist anymore? I mean... I think that you're going to start seeing a separation of Republicans and, you know, it's just going to more separation between CNN and Fox, for instance. Right. I mean, right now you got the young Turks. Have you ever, have you seen uh, the, the, the new, these news? Cause all the, all kinds of news people are popping up. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, there's a lot of, there's these, a few uh, handful of, of these conservative dudes that get millions of shared videos and they they take on one topic right they'll just they just take on one thing that's going on right now and then they're but they're getting shared millions and millions of times and and thousands and thousands of you whatever the case is and you're starting to see not just it's not just journalists it's it's actually just people taking on podcasting or or putting a microphone in front of their face going this isn't this isn't how things are right this is this is no way this is right but that being said i mean you know I, I, it's no different than what i've done i mean you know uh, uh, you know, you come out here and you have an opinion or whatever the case is. I mean, I try to be more educational because uh, because I'm an idiot. But, I mean, I feel like, you know. It doesn't I, I just, seem like opinions get you very far. No, it, that's, well, I mean, but that that's the thing. And, I, and it, opinions do get you. I mean, if you see these guys that are doing this now, they either are, they're on one side or the other. And they're getting, you know, people that have their viewpoint, they, they follow them. And it's just. It's, it's millions of people. And so, you know, you have this, I, I can't remember, I've used clips from him before, but you have him, you have this guy that he just comes out and talks about a certain situation. And again, I mean, it's just, and it's definitely right leaning and, and all that kind of thing, but it's just millions of, of, of viewers and hundreds of thousands of shares because, but at the end of the day, he's showing statistics and it's just not an opinion. It's, and that's what the internet gives you. It gives you this ability to just pull out and find things that nobody, you couldn't have found just talking to your friends or reading a newspaper. And that's what we're finding now is, is the Washington Post and, and even Fox. I mean, Fox has just turned so corporate, you know, and, and things like the Young Turks and, and, and the Hill and these, these broadcasting things are, you know, the, the Young Turks are 100% staunch Democrat. And, and it's interesting to get that viewpoint because if you have a tendency to lean right, for instance, it's easy to fill your Twitter feed and your Facebook feed with things that are alike, like you. You don't want to listen to things that maybe you don't agree with, but you need to start doing that, right? You need to see both sides of the story to make an actual argument when you're talking to your friends, right? I mean, 
because it, it you know it, it's like it's like the Google epidemic, which is you're sitting around and you're talking about oh what what was that baseball statistic? What was that one? What, you know, what, how many home and you're and everybody's got six phones and you're like why are we even talking about yeah. this? You know, there's no more of those days of of uh, you know you're right. Have a shot. You know you're right. I think you're right. So, Babe Ruth hit thousand home runs at one month, and and that and that's what you used to do. You know, you used to sit around and you used to duke it out. I don't know how many times I got in arguments with people, and by the end of the argument, I would go research it the next day, and I'm like, I had no idea what I was talking about, right? And that's what Google and the internet has done. The problem is now is that you don't know if what you're reading is true, right? So that 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 is a that is a substantial issue to and this this whole situation of uh, of covid and, and of uh, of the the riots and everything that's going on right now every again i've said it week after week after week every time you see something you're like okay that is it that i agree with that that makes sense this is all coming together for me now this and then you turn around and and a and a half hour later and you see somebody disputing or refuting that situation with just as good statistics and you're like i okay I, i'm screw it i'll turn it off i'll turn it off and that's what's happened that's what's happened i guess uh, uh, another major part of of what's going on right now is education i mean a lot of people are trying to figure out are my kids going back to school in the fall is this something that that we're gonna you know are and, and and i've heard it from different people from different states you know like alabama's going to where you know, if your last name starts with A and ends and and, and uh, stops at K, then they're going to go to school Monday and Wednesday. And then if you're from there, it's uh, Tuesday and Thursday, and the rest um, Friday is going to be online and and a, a bunch of. And then I've heard people like the woman, the governor from uh, North Dakota, is like, "We're going back to school." I I mean, the line down the road today uh, at the at the elementary school that's down the street, there was a line of cars from my almost to my house to getting into that school and and either they're giving away free pizza or they're you know they're signing up the kids for for school I, i'm not exactly sure um but I, I do have a feeling that definitely overall if you look at the whole picture there's definitely going to be online school for college and uh k through 12 coming up this fall so which makes it an interesting ball game because if you're a working person a parent and you start to go back to work and some of these people start to, to go back to work what are you, how are you dealing with your, your kids, you know, and is that going to be an added expense and you're already making less money than you were, or you're already trying to figure that whole situation out. And now you have to try to figure out how to keep your kids at home. And that's where this whole dynamic is coming in about companies setting up you to work from home. Again, if you've been working from home from the last four or five months, how does your and you've been doing fine and numbers are well and 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 all that's going well? How do you dispute the fact that I have to go to the office now? Why would businesses do that? Wouldn't that be a huge overhead? You know, if you, if these businesses could, could cut down on office spaces and you could work from home, it would be. But the problem is, you have huge buildings that are built. That's already all the money's been spent. Rent is being paid. I mean, and then let's just say you do that, and you. I thought about this. You're right. I mean, if you move everybody from the cities. And you move them back out into what the hell do you do with these places that that you've just spent all this infrastructure money on for for office buildings and stuff? What the hell do you do with it? You turn them into hotels? What I mean, I mean Nashville. You're not going to need a hotel in Nashville for the next century. Might be somewhere for all those people in uh, San Francisco to go. That's exactly right. Yeah. All the if, if, homeless. I mean, <laughs> and 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 that was one of the major things in San Francisco was you know they, they in the beginning of COVID is that homeless people were they were giving free rooms to homeless people uh, because they wanted to keep them out of the hospitals. 
And, and that was that was something that, and obviously, you know, you are just, again, this is like a Bernie Madoff thing because what you have found is now that now that everything is going to shit, that you're starting to see what is really possible and what's really been going on on these corrupt governments and these corrupt, uh, you know, policies that, that and, and really, and it's not even so much corrupt as in things that have just been pushed to the side, things that haven't been dealt with correctly. You're starting to see those things come out. What do you do with homeless people during a pandemic? What do you do with when meat factories are all shut down, you know, and, and you can't, and, and you can't supply the grocery stores. We weren't set up for this. Nobody knew what they were doing. New York has lost 32,000 people. New York, New Jersey, and Vermont right now make up more, over a third of the deaths of, for, theoretically from COVID. And I say theoretically because you are seeing now, they're saying it's a very conservative number, but New York, three or 4,000 cases have been added, uh, you know, from things that probable cases Cases were and 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 they've even started or they have they don't even know how far back this goes to where it was people that had symptoms of a virus, meaning you could have had a cold, but you didn't get tested for the virus. And because the doctor wrote down in his notes, they go back, they look at this. That person was probable of having COVID, which then becomes a statistic in a case. It's a very interesting situation. How long, too, is a huge question. That that's something I, I have been a big proponent of the Epic Times. It's a it's a it's a it's a newspaper. It's a it's a news outlet that is all. It, it is if you haven't checked it out, it, please check it out because it, it definitely is a conservative, uh, especially on a government aspect. It definitely goes more conservative, which I that's me. But in the in the grand scheme of things, it also it also uh, has. In the left viewpoints and, and everything is sourced. It's a very, very, very good news source that I don't think people are talking about yet, but they will because it is a great place to get information. That being said, they, the Epic times, th this newspaper and, and, and forum went out and they asked all 50 States. They, they contacted all 50 States, all the health organizations of 50 States to get back information about how are you counting these how are you counting these cases? And so what's interesting is that of all the states, Florida, Texas, Arizona, and California, they couldn't get a response back from. Right? So so these other major states, California's had 8,000 deaths. New York's had 32,000 deaths. Florida's had 5,000 deaths. Texas has had 4,000 deaths. Okay. Here's what I don't understand. New York has had 437,000 cases, 32,000 deaths. California has had 432,000 cases and 8,000 deaths. So here's what it is. And, and, and it has to be the rest home situation. Does it not? Or, or how these things are getting counted are not the same in every state. New Jersey and New York, 32,000, 15,000. When you go down the rest of the states, California is at 8, 5, 4, 7, 3, 3, 2, 1. I mean, it just gets lower and lower as you go. So somewhere along the line, either they are counting every case or every cold or New York has been counting every freaking thing that's ever happened in New York since this went down as anybody that dies is a COVID death. That's exactly what this is. These statistics make no freaking sense. 
unless you understand that these, what you are looking at. So is in the United States, 4 million cases are confirmed, 147,000 deaths, 2 million people recovered from this. These states are not, these states are not reporting the same. And now people that have antibodies, which means you had the virus and you didn't have any symptoms of it, or you had the virus and 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 but now you have antibodies that last a few months. They're they're getting reported as pro, as cases. If you have antibodies, can you pass it with antibodies? No, I think you have to be a virus has to be passed correct, right? So a virus you have to be the antibodies are what your body uh, makes after you beat the virus. Yeah. But you could pick that virus up again, and your antibodies are just going to protect you from that and. So theoretically, though, you couldn't pass it, though? I mean, through spit, you, you, through coughing? Right, that's right. You can't, your antibodies just fight the virus. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have the virus. It means you had the virus. Right. The problem is, and, and what you're not hearing right as of right now, and what you're going to hear, and what I have a, 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 a I hate to say it, but what I have a, a really bad problem with, and, and a lot of people are making a joke about this, is that COVID after November 15th is going to go away, mm-hmm. right? So... Here's, here's the other thing going around, which is that this virus is already mutated, right? And so it's not just COVID-19 anymore. It's some st- structure of COVID-19. Well, weren't they saying at one point that there was two different strains, one on the East Coast and one on the West, and one was more of a European strain and I mean, one they was were more saying, of an Asian strain? That's, that's exactly right. They were saying that the strain that came out of Wuhan was different than the strain that there is now. So is that already a mutation? or is It's that... already a mutation. Yeah. I, it, it had, right, uh, definitely a mutation, right? Yeah, but- Right, and so the antibodies that you have in your system could have been fighting a. Di- it was a different strain altogether. So if there's another strain, I mean, you know. So I and I'm not going to get into that point because I'm not a I'm not a doctor. But the 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 point I'm making is that there is something terribly terribly wrong with how things are getting reported. When New York has 437,000 cases, California has 432. New York has 32,000 deaths, and California only has eight. Something is not. Right. There's no consistency. Well, right. So, and that's the point of this Epic Times article is that, that you know, that these things, different states are reporting, you know, uh, probable code, probably, see, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to show you Colorado, how Colorado reports that uh, deaths among cases, as well as deaths due to COVID, right? So the CDC only uses deaths among cases. So deaths among cases basically covers everything. Probable cases cover not just deaths from people that actually had the vi- the virus. It's just like Florida, you know, the, the guy in Florida that died on the motorcycle and they they gave him they said he died of COVID. So if if the Trump administration had not started you 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 did not start seeing these stories about people saying we messed up or we're not recording this correct. You did not see this until they skipped the CDC. So there, whether or not you like, it doesn't matter the politics because politics are screwing this all up for everybody. These democratic states like, like Nashville that are continuing to show you, you understand if you liked Nashville, you are not going to like Nashville for a long time. It's done. I mean, you, these, these, these small venues, these small restaurants, the things that were, that made Nashville, even the bigger bars. The, 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 and the music venues, it's it's all gone. And there's no, it's not coming back anytime soon. I mean, if you go downtown right now, it's the most depressing thing I have ever seen 
It is so freaking depressing. I don't know what's more depressing, all the closures or, or all the tourists that are still there uh, mouth-breathing on each other every Friday through Sunday. Right, I'm, okay, and, <laughs> and, and you say that, but, you know, they've made it now. I, I went down the first time. I went down last Thursday for the first time since March, and it looked like uh, it, it, it looked like a coastal city getting ready for a tornado. I mean, some of the buildings still had, from the protest, still had, you know, uh, the boards up on the wall. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the, the point I'm making is, yeah, the ma- I mean, we could go back and forth on this mask thing. I mean, the bottom line is masks were not going to make downtown any safer, right? I mean, you can't, because I'll tell you this, and you know how it is. I mean, it's it's the whole freaking pretty person as you drink syndrome. You might go down there with good intentions, and, and I'm going to just take it easy and drink soft tonight and keep my mask on and stay away. But halfway through the night and 16 Jaeger bombs, you're, you're, there's, I'm kissing the homeless people. <laughs> I, I've oh, seen it happen. I've seen I, Okay, that's uncalled for. <laughs> but it's the truth. I'm, you can't tell drunk people to wear masks or do anything for that matter. You can't even get them outside of the, of the building if they're fighting half the time, let alone trying to tell. And so... That is the economy, the service industry makes up a majority of what goes on and what makes Nashville, Nashville. Otherwise, you just got a bunch of big companies coming into town and now you have no business and now you're supposed to somehow, they're, they're talking about the new stimulus. How does that even work? 23, this country is $23 trillion in debt. I don't even think debt means anything anymore doesn't seem to it doesn't do you imagine this everybody i'm going to tell you and i'm not advocating it but there's no reason at this point in time because the federal government these republicans and democrats both alike have got to be some of the most out of touch people in in the world right now because if you took your credit cards out of your wallet and just went ahead and bought everything you wanted number one you would run out of money You understand that. So even if you went and spent all your credit card money, you would eventually run out and you would be tapped out on top of what you're, what you're able to spend, which means you could not charge that card anymore. You, you are not now going to feel the debt issue. Your kids are going to feel it. Their kids are going to feel it. Everybody's going to feel it. And you find me one. You find me one socialist or or a communist that thinks that what they have is one of the greatest places they've ever been to in their entire life or that they live in a wonderful society, I will kiss your big toe. So not do not like commercialism. Do not the people here's the messed up part about it. The people, the same people that think that Trump and Republicans tear this country down are the same people that are burning it down right now. And tweeting it from their iPhone. <laughs> and tweeting it from their Apple iPhones. <laughs> and putting it up and on their on their freaking podcasts. And using Google. And using every other fucking thing. Because you know why? That If you want to fight the system, you've got to create a new Google. You've got to create a new Facebook that's all free. Everything is free. And let me explain something to you. What you will find is that if you are by yourself and you have a cause, that's great. 
But when you start trying to bring millions of people into a situation, that takes time and work. And you know what you won't do for free is work all day, every day. And that's what it takes to bring people together and do things. It takes money. And money creates greed, which creates power, which then turns into what you're looking at today. And that's why you go home and you make 60, 70,000 or $25,000 a year. And you go home and you just, you just, you pay your 15 or 20% and you have your kids and you have your Ford Taurus and you, or whatever it is you're driving and whatever it is you're doing. And you let the, you let the government, which is like the Bible, nobody understands how it works. The people that are in it don't understand how it works. Obviously, that's what we now do. You are just looking at 540 some odd people that have no idea what they're doing. How, do, how are you 20, 000, $23 trillion in debt as a country and you still have people like AOC talking about free rent? The people that own these buildings still have to pay bills too. So it's not about giving the people free rent. It's about how do you fucking stop everything, everything from being charged? You can, a person living in a building, they can be free, fine. That Everybody thinks that's a great idea, except the person in the building that owns the building is still getting charged for all the stuff that they have to pay. This is not about big business, small business, Democrats, Republicans, because, you know, let me show you something. Bring up, hold on for a second. Bring, bring, this is, this is the, this is what, this is the, this is what Republicans and Democrats do while we sit around trying to figure out life in the fast lane. No, no, what is correct is that, well, er, 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 what is correct that on February 10th, Monday, no, no, I gave instructions no, no. as to what the... Reclaiming my time. Yeah, I'm answering time. your question. Well, you got to let him answer. Reclaiming my time. On February 10th. Well, sir. On February I, 10th, reclaiming, I directed... Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. And I know you don't want to answer... You are wrong, Mr. Attorney General. No, that was he's found the investigation found had been no initiated evidence. properly. He said he found a reclaiming no my time without political bias. He said he and found in no April, evidence. reclaiming my time, That's reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time without without any remedy at all. I'm reclaiming my time. When, when people resist law enforcement, they're not peaceful. Reclaiming my time. I'm surprised at your lack of respect. For Gentleman does not have the time. I don't want the time. I just want I want the attorney general turn to be able to turn have off, enough time off, to respond to accusations and questions. So this, this this is what they do. You got Barr up there, whether you like him or not, reclaiming my time from from fifteen different Democrats. What does that mean, reclaiming my time? Like because he's talking over their five minutes, so they're they're saying I'm not getting to speak or say what I want to say because this guy's interrupting me. Okay. Okay. And so at some point in time, he does make a point of saying, you know, I thought this was a hearing. I thought this was, I'm, I'm trying to be heard. You're asking me questions. Let me answer them. And so then you have Republicans that are trying to let him answer. And then they're, they're saying your time's gone. But the bottom line is they did this to Hillary Clinton for the Benghazi thing. They, they, did, they got nothing out of her. And the Republicans did the same thing they're doing. The Democrats are doing to Barr. This is what they do. This is what you're paying for. This is the shit. And behind of it, does anybody heard of Maxwell Genzel, Genzine or whatever the, her name is, Maxwell right now, who's sitting, who just did six hours of interviews that, that had to be unpublicized. 
Well, she pled not guilty, right? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. She's going to plead not guilty. And that's going to be a trial set for a year from now. You won't even remember. No. You won't even remember. I, 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 I'm I, I'm just under the... I don't even know what to say anymore. Basically, I want you to put it in your own perspective. Let's do this. Think about a relative that has died in your life. Somebody that you loved. It could be a pet. doesn't matter. What the federal government, what government does in general, but the federal government in particularly, is they, they put up their hand here with something. They got something. And, they, and you look at it. And while that's going on, in their dominant hand, they're they're doing they're writing and doing shit, and it's getting done. And by the time it these people have any consequences to any of the actions that they're doing right now, you'll they will be dead. And it's bullshit. And we can't do a thing about it. Because if you think that Black Lives Matter or these riots or Antifa is the answer to your problems, if you're sitting back letting these people be the, the what pushes this country forward, do yourself a favor, find a stove that's gas, stick your head in it, and light a match. <laughs> it's some of the dumbest, idiotic, retarded people you've ever met in your entire life, and we're watching it unfold and not doing anything about it. People with any brains, anybody with any sense does not want to be in public giving their opinion. That's the point. That's why we don't have politicians that know what they're doing. That's why we won't have a president for the rest of our freaking life that knows what, because who would want to go through the litany of shit that, that these people put themselves through and they go through, every, these people go through, except for people like Trump and Biden and Obama that you've never heard of in your entire life. And Bill Clinton, who was just a nightmare of a man behind the scenes. And George Bush, who was just a part of an empire. And Ron Reagan, who was an actor. And Jimmy Carter, that was just a nice freaking guy. And then you go back even further. A lot of our problems started after World War II. Things started to dramatically change after World War II. No question about it. You might want to tell me what some of this says. I'm almost afraid to look. <laughs> I've gone way off the deep end. And all I want to do is make TikTok videos, which is now going to be banned. TikTok, TikTok. A, I, I I don't even need softcore porn anymore. What a uh, what a view into the real oh filth of the human human psyche. You it's know? it's not just that, Andy. You know what? It, what it does to young girls. Like I can't. Yeah, it's unfortunate. After the first after the first two months, I've watched all these girls do their dances. I was like, okay, I can't do this. No, I'm it's, just teasing. That's a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> But I mean, it's, 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 it's awful. And, and, and what you're doing is, and, and this is what China's gotten in trouble for. I mean, you realize that, that this is all a collection of data. That's what Facebook does. That's so whenever you sign up for a free game or a free app or a free, whatever, it's not free. Your data is getting used to make money. That is what it is for. And so don't, nothing is free, people. You understand that? 
So all anybody that you can be a, a liberal Democrat and you can have your, you know, in liberal and liberalism and, and like the name liberal arts. It's about accepting liberal as being gay, right? It's because it's not biblical. It's not the, the conservative is you can't do this because of the Bible. That's, you know, that that aspect liberal is no, you're a person. If you feel this way, then let's do this. This is who I am. Why? Don't bother. That's liberal. Liberal is being open to to something that's not part of a system as far as my my interpretation when you talk about liberalism. It's also being more liberally uh, social programs, helping more people, not letting get Jeff Bezos make $13 billion in one day when you've got people in San Francisco that are taking craps on the street. Yeah, I even me, right? It, even me, I get some of that. I don't, I don't think it's right that you have, but, but then there's a part of me too. That's like, okay, let's just say you clean some of this stuff up and you clean and you just start giving money to people. That's the problem, isn't it? Money doesn't solve problems. People would like to think they do, but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. 90% of the freaking people that win the lottery are that end up shooting themselves. Like, like the old St. Prophet Biggie Smalls said, mo money, mo problems. It's the truth. It really is. And and then you put on top of that people that are just trying to get votes. So they use money to get votes. They're not using money to actually help somebody. Because let me tell you something. And this is the freaking truth about it all. If you really want to help people, it would take your whole life. The one issue of homelessness would take your whole life. If you run for office and homelessness is a part of a problem in your in your in your district. If you don't understand how to delegate and find the right people to take care of the problem and all you do is put money somewhere and then you don't go back to see how things are working out, which is what happens, it never changes, which is why it has never changed. Yeah. You know, you know, I think right now we need some pancakes in our life. You need a drink of water or something? No, I just need some pancakes. <laughs> right now you can go to Private Pancakes 20. And have a smile on your face in the day. And not worry about any of this. You see what I'm saying here? See? You just go. He's so freaking cute. Oh, my God. I'm getting hot. I, I got to be honest with you. This could be this could be you, Andy. I could see this now. Antifa versus uh, Trump supporter. Bring up my computer. Has anybody seen this? That 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 that's uh that pretty much sums up the movement. Sums up the movement right there. So zoom in on that again. Uh, zoom. You want to see it again? I I no. I can't find if anything happened to these people. Well, uh, the obviously the kid with the helmet on. I guess he's the Antifa kid. He doesn't look like he's ever held a <laughs> held a gun in his what life. Gave, yeah. What gave it away? Yeah. I know. Right. Uh, you know. The fact I, that he's not in the Chevy. The fact that he's not in the Chevy. Yeah, but I mean. Jeez, and that's kind of the thing about it, right? It's all anti-fascist, and it seems as if they're trying to push this movement. They're with using nothing fascism, but fascism, right? They're using fascism to promote uh, anti-fascism. What was the What was the community they uh, they had up in? Uh, is it in Seattle? Well, it's in Portland now. It's in Portland. Have you not heard about this? Uh, I mean, I've heard pieces of it. Twenty-three million dollars of damage already as of last week, and people have been killed. People have been raped. Right. People so, the whole, right. So, can you find find a clip? Find a clip for me. 
Oh, you got to put me back up there. You just left this, these two idiots up there. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it, it. Did, who, who looks at that and goes, man, if both of those guys would just pull the trigger at the same time, that would save this country. Oh. So that's what part of uh, Bill Barr's uh, thing was, you know, was talking about. This was part of it. If, if, if you're trying to burn down courthouses and looting stuff nobody knows what the hell's really going on you have george the whole george Theros conspiracy and you have all this stuff where people are going in and you saw it i did see it in nashville i, I know that there were people that came down there with sledgehammers that was not people that were trying to protest peacefully they were they were ready to go at it it was ready to to to, to loot and start a whole thing nobody thinks this is right now oh no this it's- no this is portland you got to get the, the, what I want. What I want you to show is uh, that you know that the, the government has gone in now and and put people in uh, get the private vans. It's the minivans. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Where they they just get out of a van, they take off somebody, and they just take, take out take off with them, and they're gone. That, that's what they started to do. And I, I have to imagine that some of this has been was pinpointed. You know, like they knew who they were going to get, not just some dude with a phone that broke a CVS window. And realize that there weren't any cigarettes in there anymore. I'm over it. I mean, I'm I might never play again. We we had to actually go pay somebody to play music. Just turn it into LA. <laughs> I had fun playing music last night though. I had a great time. It was wonderful. We're gonna show that I video. I lost about five fun. pounds. Oh my god, it was awful. <laughs> it's too hot. I tell you right now, if the electric company or the or the gas company shut my uh, air conditioning off. Mm-mm. Shit's over. Mount. I don't even want to do this anymore. Has anybody seen Joe Biden in a, in a, in a few months? Oh, he's out of his mind. Chris Wallace, you know, he had an interview with Trump uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and it was just awful for Trump. Just, I mean, Chris Wallace hammered him. It was, it was just, it made you feel. I felt bad for him a little bit. I, I mean, Trump's such a, you know, he's such a cocky guy anyway. And, and you were just like, God damn, what is this? And he's the president. He's not even running. He's, he is the guy. And Chris Wallace, for the last, since March 1st, has been trying to get Joe Biden on an interview and can't do it. CBS couldn't get Joe Biden on an interview. You're going to elect this guy in December he, or in November. He's not even anywhere and, to be and found. There, I, I, did a, I did a poll and, and, and I was like, right, do you feel comfortable voting for president without any debates? Do you, do you care? Yeah, of course. Right. So the question is, he cares, right? So I think that the only people they're talking to are people that are just nuts. Because, I mean, I don't give everybody I asked. Now, granted, the poll was 38, 40%. Uh, It was like the 40% saying I I wouldn't want to vote for it. And you had like 30% saying that they would. So I mean that's that's you know that's party lines. You're I'm going to vote for Biden. I don't give a crap if he comes in with four wooden arms and two wooden legs. I mean I'm the guy's my president. Anything to get Trump out of office. That's the, that's the problem, and it's kind of what we ran into with the Hillary, the Hillary election as well. That's how you Trump know, got elected. Yeah, it wasn't that people were voting for Trump; they were voting against Hillary. My, you're absolutely, and 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 let's face it. But and I showed clips of this a couple of weeks ago. Trump, though, and people don't realize this, they have been vetting Trump since ni- 1981 to be president of the United States. This guy has been around everybody. to be a part of politics since the 80s. I mean, th- th- he is not new to this, and neither is Hillary, for that matter. 
But does anybody give it? Just who cares? I mean, that's the thing, right? So it's at the end of the day, it's like you can continue to do these things and talk to these people and whatever. But nobody gives us. Going back to the point I was trying to make earlier, if somebody dies in your family, eventually it goes away because other things start happening in your life. Right. And you start to have to you have to move on. You can't be stuck in the same place. You don't even want to be around people that are stuck in one place. Right. So the point being is that what the what government has done through the ages, not just in the last 230 years of this country, but in the ages is they have made the made the look made you look up here while they did that stuff down here. And then eventually over time, it fades. Do you think racial discrimination has been a freaking, it has been the elephant in the room for the history of this whole freaking country. Is it a coincidence that it's that during a pandemic when the whole world shut down that we're we're going through this right now? Absolutely not. This is being promulgated and instigated and perpetuated all the aided's. It's being perpetuated by us People that are just sitting back and not saying anything that need to say stuff. And and it's being left to people that have time to sit and with a bicycle helmet on and point it at a gun and, and while another guy, another idiot, points a gun at you while he's in a that's these are the people. While you're trying to figure out what you're gonna do with your life and how you're gonna make money and what your next move is and how you're gonna support yourself and your family, these are the idiots that's, that are out there making the deals. These are the ones making the grease and the oil and, and asking for the grease. The, a time will come for those people where they kind of realize, like, oh shit, I need to go to work and like, yeah, pay for some. I need to like, you know, not it, not it, not live you, a you, life. You, you say that, and that's fine. But you know what the difference is? These people don't care if it isn't or is or it's not. You know what happens? It's just like a stock. When you look back at 2001 and you say, I could have bought Yahoo for five bucks. Oof. That's what we're doing now. Yes, it's smoking cigarettes. You smoke a pack a day and for 40, 50 years, it's no problem until it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I know a few people uh, personally that were very active down in the plaza um, that were down there for a while, day after day, a couple of weeks, and kind of clicked to them after a minute and they were like, what am I doing here? And they've kind of moved their efforts elsewhere. elsewhere. Because know, even black people, sense. even black people know that this movement, real black people with brains that, that want change and know that racial discrimination, that they've had problems, they couldn't get a job or the cop pulled them over for no freaking reason. These people that are st- like Jason, like guidance whiskey, you know, he's he's been through but do you think that stops him from from living the American dream? And and no, and he's killing it. Yeah. You know, and the thing too that that that, that I notice as well is all this protest, where are all the black people that protest? You can't you, you can't there have are, you it's can't all fit black kids. people into a, a bunch of idiots. Not why why is it? I think that's because a valid that's, question. Because, why aren't there more black people? Because protesting? black people are not organized. And the and this Antifa sh- is somebody is putting it together and funding it. Nobody yeah, is funding, black, nobody is helping black people. And black, I'm sorry, Black Lives Matter is not black people. No, yeah. And that's okay, the kind that, of the that thing is about. a radical group of black people, but actual black people that really want change and don't have to, don't want to worry about their kids when they go out into public. Because black people, I'm going to tell you something, black people, true, truly, they say, 
people that would never say it in public. Yes, when my son or daughter goes out, I worry that they're not going to come home. That's a fucking problem. Absolutely. That's a problem. So there is something there as a white person we can't get. I don't get it. Maybe you understand it on another level. And, and I want to talk about that. But but as, as just two white dudes with little weenies that going around, sitting around, you know, we don't get it. I won't get it. I don't, and I'm not trying to say I do. But let me tell you what I do get. Again, without white people, you can't run a country. You can't make money. And you can't do things you want to do because it takes all of us. And I'm not one of those guys that say you got to work together and everybody's got to be holding hands and all that shit. I'm saying that it takes my dollar and your dollar and my friendship and your friendship, but all mutual friendships work on mutual, the mutual benefit of two people being friends. How many times have you been friends with somebody and when, when they no when they became a drain or no longer were, was it beneficial for both of you to be friends? You just started to go away and you just drift apart. And yeah, one day you get a Facebook message or whatever the case is, and that's fine. But you're not, the friends, the people that are in your circle are people that you benefit and they also benefit you. That's how people work. That's how relationships work. And that's why relationships don't work. You didn't get divorced because you fell out of love. You got divorced because you 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 moved on from the person. Right? You it, Something changed to where the roads didn't, they, start, they forked. And you didn't try to work to get it back. That's what it is. And the divide between whites and blacks and Asians. And look at the fact of the matter is Irish people. If you talk to an Irish person, they they have they have their biases so bad for different reasons. You could segregate this whole country up into if, but that's not the point, is it? Segregation is the opposite of the whole point of this fucking place. I'm over it. Ah! Cultural appropriation. That's what we're built on. That's what the whole country's built on. I mean, that's it's the thing. And it kind of the sad thing is, too, is you got to kind of feel bad for the black community in a way now because if you really look at it, they're being used again. I'm going to tell you something right now. Being, you can't feel bad. They don't want you to feel bad. You can't feel bad. You have. They have to see the light, and the true light is it doesn't happen through politics. You want to know how it happens? The same way this country got built in the first place, it happens through community. Because it, let me tell you something, you may not like it, but Amish people have none of these problems. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right. They don't have COVID problems, and if they do, you don't know it. They don't have racial problems, and if you do, they don't know it. Because well, they, they stay in their easy. community and they help their community and they protect their community. They don't look for the federal government or the white person or the Asian or anybody else to help them. And if you really want change, you can't look to the government to make that change. Because the bottom line is even that, that if you give a black person power, they will do the same thing that a white person will do with power. If you give anybody enough power. So you've had, we've had this. There are governors, there are senators, there are delegates, there's been a black president. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And if you think that any of that matters for you while you're at home and not doing anything to perpetuate your life and betterment of your life and your community, a guy in Washington is not going to help. It's like the Bible. It's like God. If you are helping yourself, you will find a lot of things good will happen to you. But if if you're not helping yourself and you just sit at home or you just bitch or you worry about other people's problems, 
just shoot yourself. Get it over with. It's, you're, 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 I'm, t- I'm telling you. Because you're all you're on this planet for is to make other live people's lives worse. One thing about music. When it hit, you feel no pain. One thing about music is you you don't feel any pain. But you know what, Andy? And I, and I think you can contest to this. You know, we've met some really cool people in the world. You know, all over the world, really. Yeah. You know? I mean, and we are about to have one of my favorite people ever. This guy has lost two people since I've met him, since we met him, in Mississippi. Where was it at? Tupelo, Mississippi. What was the name of that bar when we first Oh, don't tell me. No, no, no. JP's. Ah! And then it turned into something else. What was it? PJ's. Martin. Martin. (laughs) (laughs) This guy has changed his life. He looks awesome. He is, it's just, it's a, I can't even. I'm going to let him explain, and then we got flat Earth to talk about. This is going to be a a great a, a great uh, a great a great situation. I'm trying to think where I'm at. Okay, and then we're going to be right back after this with uh, Eric White. Don't go nowhere. Sponsors of how valid is the validity? Aurora Nutriscience. Guidance Whiskey. Sony Mobile. Modern Media Geeks. Titan Motoring, Nashville. Hertz Audison Mobile. Bartronics, Nashville. Bergoliak Law Group. This is how valid is the validity. like to be a part of the show, call us at 808-725-3116. That's 808-725-3116. Or email us at hvvcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Uh, I am so excited uh, because I I honestly don't know where this conversation is going tonight. This is going to be the most whacked I don't know how deep you want to get into this. Uh, how, how far? I mean, I don't even know where to start. You've had so much happen. I mean, it's just. But what an inter- It's to me, it's just such an interesting life story. Let Let's just uh, get, uh, hold on for a second. I'm sorry. sorry. Let, let me. Let me. me. <laughs> Look at how skinny this guy is. Hello, children. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. It's insane how skinny you are. Can you bring up his Facebook? Can you get his Facebook for me? Let's. I, I just want to see some pictures of this this mess. How, I mean, let me ask you this. How, so, how much did you weigh? I weighed four hundred and twenty pounds. Oh my God! I thought I I was yeah. in the three hundreds. Oh, did no, you really? No, I was hungry. <laughs> I still may be hungry. <laughs> so what was the what was the decision? What what like what what was the final draw? On all of it. Uh, I don't know. You know, like getting older, feeling, you know, like time, you know, passing by and you get older and older. And then I became a nurse and I just didn't want to be that person anymore. I want to be more active. I wanted to just change my life for myself. 
And a lot of times you see people making other decisions and you're like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to do that. Or I wonder what it would be like to do this. And one day, like I legit got up, could not tie my shoes. Like oh, wow. seriously. Yeah. So I had to find something to prop my leg on to bend over and tie my shoes. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Over. I mean, how am I going to help other people when I can't even tie my own shoes? Yeah, because you're you're a nurse. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get up and go to work today and I can't tie my own shoes. I got to work and I was I work in surgery. I got to work and, you know, the the scrubs are delegated for you when you get there. Right. So we had five to seven X scrubs and I got there and I didn't fit in the seven X scrubs. And I told my boss, I can't fit in the scrubs. <laughs> What am I going to do? And she was like, well, just make it work until we can order you some more. Make it work. You know, that's how the hospital system works. You just make it work, you know? So, I mean, can you give, I mean, I don't know how much you can actually talk about this COVID stuff. I mean, is it, I'll do it, Andy. I got it. I got it. I got it. How how much, I mean, can you, can you uh, shine any light on, on what you, what you've been dealing with? I know you're not the hospital anymore. Were you at the hospital when this started? Yeah. 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 And, you know, I can't really attest to what I know to be true. And it's just like you were saying earlier. You were like, what do we know is actually being reported? What do we know that has actually happened? Yes, I know that there were COVID patients up there. But do I know that they actually tested positive? No. Like, who knows? Do you know? I mean, did you have to report? Did, well, you, did you have to report on anything? Or I work in surgery. There's no, oh. there's no, like for me, you know, I'm just furloughed, you know, as a specialty nurse there, I never would report whether I'd seen a COVID patient or not, you know? So like, what about people, no, what about people that, that passed away? I mean, did, I mean, anybody that you talked to that were like, this is screwy. I mean, because the hospitals were getting more money, right? I mean, that's the, that's what part of that was. That's what I understand, but I don't know for sure. And like when it comes down to these cases, you got to think about what we know and what we don't know. We, you're talking about objective and subjective information. We don't know. As nurses, we're going into it. We don't know. We don't know any more than you do. Uh, we just know what we're being told. We can't diagnose. That's outside of our scope. Right. I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So somewhere to say, you know, a doctor were to say, okay, they've tested positive for COVID or whatever. You know, we don't know. Other than, okay, that's what they've been diagnosed with. And the only way that they're being documented as a COVID positive patient is if they've been docu- as if they've been diagnosed with it, right? Right. And you were going on and on about, okay, well, these states are not reporting what they're seeing or they're reporting differently. That is spot on. Like, to me, there's no way that what we were hearing, what we're seeing is What's, accurate reporting. Right. But, of course, we can't say anything because we don't know. As nurses, we can't diagnose anything. And Mississippi doesn't stand alone in that. Nashville doesn't stand alone. Tennessee doesn't stand alone. Like, there's no way the numbers are actually reflecting what we're seeing. Like, it's it's but I mean, scandalous do, on such a level that nobody, literally nobody knows what's going on. I mean, did you feel that? I mean, you was that something that you talked about in the hospital that, that nobody knows what's going on and this is ridiculous? We all talk about it. Like okay. everybody talks about it. Just like we're talking about it now. Everybody feels like nobody knows what's going on with this. Like it's just so much bigger than we are. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and not just because somebody is up to no good or whatever, but literally nobody knows. 
Right. Okay. So this is this is just like the PPP money issue, which is you know they don't they don't know how it's going to be reported. You don't know how to, what to do with it. And now you know it's so so the same thing that's been going on, on the business side of things is the same thing that's going on in the hospitals. It's that, like I can't say I can't speak for every hospital. All I know is what I could tell you is that we didn't know. We just don't know what's going on. We go in, we take care of our patients, we go home. We is don't it, hear. So being in from where, like in your position. Is there anything that you can see that could be corrected um, just from a grassroots level? Or is it so far gone that you that just people just have no idea? Do you see any were, immediate problems? Do you know how you were talking about earlier when you've got this thing going on with the left hand while this is happening with the right hand? Yeah. I feel like so much of what's going on in America right now is the whole like stick with a carrot on the end. Like I honestly feel like we're focused on these things that we want to change about our country when really on the sidelines, All the there, there's done. so much getting done yeah. that we have no control over. But in your opinion, yeah. who is who is swaying the doctor's opinion, and who is? Oh, I couldn't say. I, you can't. You couldn't. Honestly, I couldn't say. And yeah. it's and it's not like I feel like some crazy thing is going on locally. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. But I mean, who's do you, who, who's saying who's testing positive? Who's saying where the tests are coming from? Have where you heard anything? Have you heard anything at all about? Does is anybody ever came to the nurses at your hospital, for instance, and said, "You are going to report this as co- everything is going to get reported this way"? Absolutely or- not. Okay. Honestly, absolutely not. I've never heard. You know, there's a lot of HIPAA laws and things. I could never discuss anything. You know, specific. Sure. But I've never ever personally heard of anybody saying, "Okay, you have to document this as a COVID case when you thought it was something." Well, else. I mean, that's 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 good. I'm news. just being honest. That's good news. Nobody's right? ever mean, tried to sway me into saying that. I saw something that I didn't see, you know, but you got to think I'm a specialty nurse in surgery. So I don't know. Right. But I mean, you, everybody yeah. talks and you're talking to other nurses in the, in the hospital. I mean, I mean, it, so basically because, you know, for week after week after week, we've been, we've been reading and looking at people that are like, uh, the nurses have been told to report. Okay. Now that's a different story. If you're talking about, have I heard from other nurses that they were told that you need to do this or you need to do that. Now I haven't locally heard anything but in other places I've visited, specifically re- recently, that they had been told, okay, no matter what you saw, you document this as this. No kidding. That shit would never fly back home. That It would never fly back home. Like, we would never document something that we didn't have proof of. Do you know what I'm saying? You're so, But you've heard that from other nurses. I heard that recently, not from Mississippi. Like, I heard that recently there you go. while I was on vacation, and it shocked me, because that would never fly at home. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, like, are, do you work at a state hospital or do you work at a, a private hospital? I work, I don't work for a hospital at all anymore. You know, I've left the hospital. Yeah. So I work for a specific, wonderful organization that has nothing to do with that at all. We're a specialty group. But I mean, with the hospital Perfect. before. Yeah, it was, it was nonprofit hospital. Nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that people, that the inundation of uh, people coming into hospitals, emergency rooms and things like that uh, are kind of due to the hysteria? Do you think that there are a lot of people that have a cough they go to that they're, they're being inundated and there there are people that are being um in hospital beds that could be at home with a, a a bowl of chicken noodle soup or is it well i mean i couldn't attest to that either way just for the simple fact that i mean subjective objective information yeah is the, like is i need the, is, a lot more to go on than you've got a cough should you go home i can't diagnose but people yeah, are getting nurse. reported if you have a cough and you let's just say you go in and you refuse a test that's getting reported as covid right a probable have you heard that Mm-mm. Okay, so that that's something that, that I mean, I've heard it speculated, of course, 
you know, speculated in general, but I haven't witnessed it personally that somebody came in and they had a cough and they were told, oh, you have COVID, go home. Nothing like, like is that. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, are I mean, we talking any, about? Well, I'm just saying that, it, that, that there are that the, the probable cases. So people that aren't that won't take a test, for instance, or if they come in and they've and they, and they don't have any symptoms or maybe they just have a sniffle or whatever the case is, they're getting they, they say, OK, the person has a cough. Uh, they're a probable case of covid th- that gets counted as a case. I would never be able to like I w- I've never heard of anything like that happening. Okay. Like I've never seen it, witnessed it with my own eyes. No, never. So we need to we need to make sure we're asking you questions on the basis that you're working for like a a, a private uh, Well, he's not even like in, a specialist. Right. Uh, like I mean, I work in orthopedics. Yeah. Like I have nothing to do with covid. This would be at more all. this would be more mm-hmm. about when you did work at the hospital. But we're, yeah. we're we okay. can move on from that. And I mean, I mean it was immediately like the covid pandemic happened and I was immediately furloughed. Like it was immediate. You're a specialty nurse. And you know, meanwhile, RNs down at the state hospital downtown are just getting blasted with. Yeah. And if you're a specialty nurse, have a good day, go home, you know, which I mean, we had like this whole idea of, okay, if we need to get rid of people, will you go? Sure. I mean, who wouldn't want to go home and make $850, you know? Yeah. Think about the government. What's going on with the government right now? Who wouldn't want to go home and just live off the government? Come on. Well, I mean, that's done now. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's the done. the position we're getting yeah. into right now. Yeah. I mean, that's why Andy actually is here now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he had to come. I need and work, man. He needed to work. He needed a job. He needed a job. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So let's let's get off of COVID. I think we've had enough COVID today. <laughs> Amen. Oh, hey, by the way, it's nice Cheers. to see you. Good nice to see, to see you, Andy. Nice to see you. Thanks for being here. Yes. And Parker couldn't be here today. Cheers. Thank God. <laughs> so let's go back to this. So you decided, you, you, you were like, I've had enough. I weigh too much. It's time to change my life. Mm-hmm. Right? Not only did you go, so you got the surgery. Oh, yeah. Like I had the sleeve surgery. So first I just started to put one foot in front of the other, which is an amazing thing. Like, who would have thought that you can just really start walking and then jogging and then running and then you'll lose weight? Was it literally that simple? The, it, fir- the first day, just walk there's, a mile? Or there's if, a thing about simplicity. It's the person who's going through it. So to me, it wasn't simple because my knees hurt, you know, my hips hurt. And it's a lot because of the abuse I'd done to my body for 35 years, yeah. you know? So it wasn't simple to me, but I was like, I'm just got, I got to do it. How am I going to help other people if I can help myself? So, ex- so help, how would you explain this to other people who, who may be in a similar situation? Maybe not as bad. I mean, where, do, where does the weight, where does the surgery come into play in, in a person's mind? Maybe not as far down the road as you got, but I mean, is it a hundred pounds overweight? Is it, is it just your feeling of what you want to feel better? I mean, what when is it that, that 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 should become an option to you before diet and you know if diet and and and, and exercise isn't a thing? Like personally, I feel like you should exhaust your options. Personally, yeah, I'm what, just saying. What did you try before you? Oh took, God! You got, went to oh that? God! So like keto I, and all that. Oh shit. yeah, and I tried everything. Like oh, okay, but let me be honest and say that when I tried everything, did I try it? I don't know, because looking back on it now, did I give up this? Did I give up that? Did I really stop with the carbs? You know, like when I think about it now, I felt like at the time I was making every effort that I could, you know, but I look back on it now and I feel like maybe I was just super, super weak with these things, you know, 
Because it's like, that's your comfort. That's your addiction, you know? So, yeah. Okay, I tried this. I tried that. I tried this. Did I really try it? I don't know. But oh, what I see I, what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? But, like, what I really know is that when I was done and hit my rock bottom, I was done. And then that's when I started walking. That's when I started running. So, do you feel that rock bottom is the key to this whole thing? I mean, it, it, that that's when really... No, I mean, like me, for instance, I want to lose 15 pounds, right? So, I mean... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to, I'm never going to hit rock bottom at wanting to lose 15 pounds. Is that, no. is that what hurts me from trying to get the 15 pounds off? I mean, <laughs> like, I feel like the difference between that and what I've been through is that when I got to where I was, I had no other options. It was either lay there and die or get moving and change my life. There was just, there were no other options. I wasn't going to fit into my work clothes. Yeah. You know, there were no other options. It's either lose the weight or continue to fight this uphill battle and get older and die by the time you're 40. All right. So do you mind if we bring up a picture? Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. So I'm going to bring up a picture here. Hold on. Let me, let me get this. Cause I had, uh, just, just your profile picture alone is, is really wonderful. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, hold on. Let me, I, I have to get through some other pictures first. You can click on that profile and hit back and it'll, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Click on no, that. Wait, there, there was a, there was a couple of good ones. Hold on for a second. Cause I mean, I want to bring up some of these other pictures too, but I want to, I want to build character reference first. I want to, I want to, I want people to know you before they know you. I really know. My, my God, this other character is just unbelievable. She is everywhere. Mm. Oh my How long God. did it take you to, till you started to feel, um, like changes in your brain in your in your reward system okay it's immediate and i feel like that's so i'm so glad you asked that question andy because it is very important that people know the second you start m moving your body it is an immediate payoff and i feel like a lot of people are like i'm just not motivated or i'm just not interested and i can't find the motivation but you will motivate yourself as you continue to move Right. Does that make sense? Sure. Mm -hmm. So the more you get moving, you know how like when you're like walking and you're like, oh, I'm just feeling good and I'm walking and I feel better about myself. And then you feel that urge to kind of trot. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. like, like you're like, going down a <laughs> you're going down a hill and you're like, oh, I just kind of want to trot. You should like totally play on that and like let yourself trot. And then before you know it, you're, you're jogging, jogging and it's just like this crazy. Look at that. That's insane. I was so happy there. I mean, we had some happy moments. That's I mean, when we met yeah. you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, before it's, that, but it's pretty close to around the same time. That did was you, that was um, Jesus. My, right before I started nursing school. So, were you big, yeah. were you bigger there than when we met you? Yes. Like my biggest time was 2017 when I graduated nursing school, and I got a bit bigger than that. And that's when you like the nursing school pictures I sent. I was just a bit bigger than that. I think I was about 380 there. Um. That's insane. I, I mean, gotta, what a difference. I mean, you could still see my face at that point. When you see the nursing school pictures, they were like, like my face had just done something insane. I had no neck. and Yeah, I mean, that was one thing that you were talking about uh, yeah. earlier. It, you know, tell, uh, so explain that for a second. So you get this surgery. Mm -hmm. How, yeah. what, okay, how much weight, you, that's not when you lose the weight. No. Okay, no, so no, no, how no. does this work? You get this, you get the surgery, and then what happens? I want to be very clear about this because to me, this was the most important part of a life-changing event for me. So I went and saw this incredible doctor, Dr. Pinson, and I feel like if you come to this point in your life to where you're like, okay, I need to have this surgery, you've exhausted the other options, nothing's working for you, then 
you know, consider having, you know, your like a sleeve or whatever your doctor recommends. Go to a bariatric doctor. I would recommend Dr. Pinson out of Tupelo. But anyway, when saw him and he was like, how much weight have you lost? I said, 40 pounds. Like just walking and changing my diet. And he was like, okay, this is good. Sent me to have a neuro check, check my brain out, make sure I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons. And then a six month, very strict diet. And, you know, just make sure that you're following some kind of plan because you can't just go into it and be like, okay, oh. well, I've decided to change my life. It doesn't work that well, way. They want to know you're helping yourself. They want to know that you're doing it for the right reasons because you can have the surgery and then immediately start eating again and blow the stomach right back out. And, and you that, gotta, and you that's gotta watch. Bad news. That is bad news. Okay. You gotta watch like uh, sodas and things like it's that. It's crazy. Right? Can't I can't wait. have any bubbles. I do not drink bubbles. But you at still all. have the sleeve in there. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It doesn't go away. You never take it out. No, no, no. But you can blow it back up. But you know, oh, your wow. stomach is very vascular, very stretchy. What happens it's to like, the sleeve? The sleeve stays there, but then it's like spandex. It's like a sleeve of spandex. It can stretch oh. right back out. Oh wow! So where oh, in the wow. beginning you could only like. Where's this camera? Like you can only eat what you see from your thumb to your palm, right? So they create this sleeve. So in the beginning, that's all you can feel, right? So you could drink a little bit of water and you have to do that very often throughout the day because that's going to fill you up. Then you make sure that you don't eat and drink at the same time because your food is going to fill Holy you up. Mother. So it's this crazy change and you may lose a hundred pounds and then look in a mirror and still see all that shit. This same person. Because it's the visual fat underneath or whatever. Well, no, it's just like an illusion. It's, oh. it's body dysmorphia. Things there. It's just bigger and bigger and bigger. There's so many things that come along with it. All right, hold up. If you want to call in and ask Eric a question, please do so. If you would like to be a part of the show, call us at 808-725-3116. That's 808-725-3116. Or email us at hvvcast at gmail.com so you do this and and so that's that's an interesting part way to look at this or how this works you, do you hurt can you ever get as big as you were with that sleeve on like could i gain the weight back yes could you gain the weight i'm sorry i'm trying to fix you okay try it again the question I, I've messed him up. I, Andy, it's all my fault. I've, I've messed him up. I don't even know. There it is. Okay, I apologize. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there it is. Thank you. My beautiful voice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So yes. can, the question is, can you gain the weight back? Yeah. Absolutely. And I could gain back more weight than I than I had before I had the surgery. With that sleeve on? With the sleeve on. You can stretch it right back out. That's insane to me. It's not about the surgery. And that's what I try and explain to people. The surgery is a tool that you use to lose the weight. So they take, you know, 80 to 90% of your stomach, usually around 80, 85%. And then they suture up the side with some staples. Okay. And it's a very particular surgery. You need a great surgeon that you have researched. I had a wonderful surgeon and I did every single thing that he told me to do. And I do it today. Okay. So I don't have bubbles. I take my meds like I'm supposed to take, my vitamins, all that good stuff. It's been over two years. And I make sure I do exactly what he told me to do. You cannot vary from that. At all. At all. I mean, you, I mean, you can get away with different things. I can eat more now than I used to, and I do, you know. But, like, 
you want to stay as close to that track as possible, or you're just going to blow it right back out and, and then ruin gonna, it all. Yeah. And I'm, you know, my goal weight was 220, and that's where I sit still, is around 220. And being 420 pounds, 220 is great, but man, I would love to be like 199, 198, you know, closer to what I'm supposed to weigh, you know, with my height. Now you started running, and and I mean mm -hmm. this this has become a thing. I mean you see, you know you see, there's you have tons of pictures of you. I mean like so is, you started a club or, or you started you yeah my friend Adam and I started a running and fitness club and it's been excellent for motivation. It's been great for motivation not just for me and him but like also for the people around us. You know he wasn't as big as I was but he was at a point where he was like I just don't want to do feel this, this yeah. way anymore. And we're both forty year old men. And it, it was just something that we did for ourselves. And so we started including the community. It's excellent. And it's hilarious because my name is White and his name is House. So it's like White House. Andy. Yeah. I mean, he just said that. It's, it's perfect. Too perfect. <laughs> he, just, but, he just said that, Andy. You know, you, you get to work in and run in and all this good stuff. And then you're like, God, I'm tired of this. This sucks, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then you've got this buddy with you. Right, makes it easier. And then they're like, "What are you doing? Holding you accountable. Get back to work." So, is that yeah. better to you? Is it better to you? I mean, how? Okay, gyms are billion-dollar industries. Mm -hmm. These these new fitness centers, the, the the you know the boxer thing that and 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 Iron Fitness and Wet Bar and and Dry Bar and a Bar up your ass, all these things that people do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put one foot in front of the other. I'm not knocking the gym. I have two no, gym I get memberships. It. I get it. I've got a great gym in Fulton that I use all the time, and it's great. But go outside. Go outside. Put your feet on a trail but, and but get I'm, busy. I, my point to that is, is, is it's the buddy, right? I mean, it, that's really made the difference as far as exercising. It's the buddy, and then then the community. And I would say one hundred. I would say one hundred percent. If I didn't have my buddy. Like I would not be as successful as I have been. I would just say that because I'm tired. You yeah. know, it's exhausting. You know, I don't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning and run. Do you want to get up at four o'clock in the morning and run? No. Nobody says, "Oh, can't wait to get up at four. Well, okay, and but there are there are people that do, and they're and they're disgusting, and we don't like those people. David Goggins. <laughs> yeah. you know, that guy has David Goggins. Look him up. We do not like those people. I would say 100% have a buddy. And he and I talked about this. I was like, what do we think is like the biggest thing that you could tell people? And he said, like, set small goals. And to me, like, that's all I did the whole time. I was like, okay, well, today I'm going to walk half a mile. Tomorrow I'm going to walk a mile. The next day I'm going to walk one mile and I'm going to run a tenth of a mile. And it literally is like that. It is baby steps to success. And I may get done with this tonight and tomorrow I'll be like, I can't do this. I'm so tired. I can't do this. And if I get three miles in, that's a win. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You moved three miles today while somebody else sat on the couch and ate some crackers and watched a movie on Netflix. Right. You know, you want to keep moving every day. Thanks like, a lot just, for calling me out like that. <laughs> well, I mean, unfortunately, Andy has a Mexican uh, place, a Mexican cart or whatever the hell it is down the street from him. And oh he, God. oh, he, I, I ate a sandwich from that place, which was just absolutely delicious. But it, I mean, to eat it every day like Andy does. <laughs> I don't I mean, eat every day. Oh, dude. please, Come on. please. Andy, I don't want you to apologize for eating Mexican food every oh day. No, it, well, there's what, nothing wrong with that. What was oh. your vice, though? What was your... I don't mean not to get off track, but what was your vice? Did you drink a lot of soda? Were you like, oh what, god, what like your... I drank diet soda like 
it was going out of style. I never drank real soda. I wouldn't let myself have sweet tea. I like at my very biggest, I was so strict. Like my friend Tanisa that I work with, she's going to love that I'm talking about this. I would go to work. I would have six Pringles and half a ham sandwich in my lunchbox and still was gaining weight. Because you were like, drinking so much soda. My metabolism was just oh, crap. It was, it was gone. It was yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. I was just not taking care of myself at all. And I don't want to ever allude to the fact that people are in a situation where, oh, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Sometimes you need a little help. Mm -hmm. You know? So what, about, to me what was, about drugs, phentermine and some of these things? I mean, do you see any benefit in those types of things? I took phentermine for six months, take a break. Start at six months, take a break. Every time I would lose 30 or 40 pounds, and what happens? You immediately double that weight back. Double the weight. Comes you back double, harder. You, it comes back so hard for you during that break or whatever. Now, I'm talking about my situation. I can't you know, say that it doesn't work for somebody else. You know, but people all, stay on that every day of their life. I, it is terrible for your cardiac system. Yeah. It's terrible for your heart. And if they come from me, I'm fine with it. Stay away from that. Like, stay yeah. away from the pills. Stay away from all this garbage, whatever. Get you a good pre-workout powder that you like that, you know, is herbal or whatever. And put your foot in front of the other outside and go walk and run. So let me ask you this. So, and we can move on to the next uh, subject, but you know, I know there have to be people that think about, okay, I'm going to get this surgery. I'm going to do this and it's going to be what's going to change my life. I mean, th the main part of this whole thing that you're talking about is it may change your life for a minute, but if you're not dedicated, it is 100% a tool. Yeah. Your physician should tell you that your surgeon should tell you that it is a tool. It's used to lose as much weight as you can within six months to a year. You do everything you can. You follow those guidelines. You do exactly what they tell you to do because after that, you're on your own, honestly. Okay, so that, and so what's what's really kind of cool about your situation too is, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you're a gay man and a gay journalist, right? <laughs> uh, obviously, you're a gay man and a gay journalist. That's a great Phil reference right there. I love that. But can I use that on my <laughs> Facebook page? Is all yes, you can use it. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Doug yeah, Danger. I sat over here Doug and bit my lips so hard well, earlier. Were you, were you getting mad at me? I don't. I wouldn't say that I was getting mad at you, but there, there. Obviously, we have differences of opinions, but I do want to say that a lot of the things that you said, I feel like are so important to be said right now. And it's it's very important that we're all making very clear and concise decisions about where we stand with things right now, because there are so many illusions out there. Like the whole, this hand is doing this and this hand's doing that. That is happening so prominently so, right now. So, I mean, let's, let's, let's dig in a minute. What, I'm fine with that. Let's let's, let's dig in for a second on because I did rant today. I mean, I, there's no. Oh, question I'm sure that. like 40 people on my page just checked out during that, and it was. <laughs> I hate it. I want to be clear. I hate it because I feel like so many of the things that you said need to be heard. People may not agree with it, but there are so many people out there who are so passionate about how they feel right now, and a lot of people don't understand where those feelings are coming from. That's a word to put right. It is. We're just living in this madness right now. And so that, that I get that. So you make a solid point. So for so you have some people watching. I say something that isn't necessarily going. Here, here's my thing. I mean, it isn't. And this is Andy said something earlier about you know all these white people at these events, right? And 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 these riots and, st and stuff like that. I I can have you on my show, or I can have you talking as a, a, a gay guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, it's sure. a gay guy. And that's, you know, the new, the new term is virtue sing, sig, signaling. 
Virtue signaling. Oh, that's new to me. Right. Okay. okay it's Hit not. Me with so, that. so that's one that, of my that favorite that, terms. Right. So that that means basically uh, that ba that means basically I I um, I'm white and so I'm doing a podcast or I bring my black friend to a party to show that I have black friends so I can you know I'm 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 down with brown or whatever the case is right. See, and that's something I want to be very very clear about. Like I have a really big problem with anybody even pretending remotely to understand where the black community is coming from when they are not black people. Correct. And I have a huge problem with anybody who says, well, they should feel this or they feel this way or they feel that we don't know how they feel. And that's a problem with privilege. And it just is. Okay. So you, you are a believer in privilege. Absolutely. Okay. So what I've never, even as a gay man, I don't have to walk down the road and worry about somebody beating the shit out of me. Oh, can I say shit? Yeah. Okay, beating the shit out of me because of the color of my skin. That's, you don't think gay people have had the problem a, of getting beat the shit out of for being gay? Not yeah, because gay of the color of my skin. Well, maybe that shirt. People don't look at me and say, oh, he's a... Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, Andy's right, though. That shirt definitely <laughs> that shirt. would get... I know, but I wore it for my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I wore it for the children because... They're my fans. But listen, seriously, I never, ever, honestly, between you and I, I've never walked down the street and felt fear because somebody could look at me and be like, okay, well, I'm going to do this or that to them because, or to me, rather, because of the way I look. Okay. Now, in drag, that's a different situation. Okay. We haven't even touched on that yet. But I mean, I kind of would. I hate to say that I would provoke that out of people, but let's be honest. I mean, you have an honest podcast. I want to I want to be honest as well. That's what it's for. If you're going to walk down the street in drag, you need to understand that you may provoke a certain reaction out of people. You may. I, and I, that is an honest statement, okay? No person of color has ever walked down the street to provoke a reaction out of a person, you know, out right. of people. And I have a real problem with anybody pretending that they understand what a person of color feels like when they are not a person of color. So my, my point Period. to that, my point to that is that you, the privilege may be that you are white, but you, you the same way that a black person was born black and couldn't change it the same way you couldn't change the fact that you were white and you are dealing with a bunch of ignorance of white people throughout the history, but it's mm -hmm. not just white people, right? I mean, slavery and, and and this whole this whole idea of slave has been around from the beginning of time. So we're actually just talking about Americans because there's you know slavery still happens to this day, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you can't care about that. So let's care about let's care about 220 years here in the United States. I totally get where you're coming from with the whole unity thing and like to no, me not even unity. I'm just saying privilege, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm saying privilege. I, I'm because it's hard for me. I can't change my skin. I get that. Right? So how how does privilege, is there not a better word than privilege? Perhaps there is. But in this time and what's going on right now, I think it's really important for us to be listening. And that's. Well, now that's right. And that's. That's right. That's just where I am right now, personally. And a lot of the listening that I'm doing right now. I did from that couch just a second ago and you made a lot of valid points and there are things that I didn't really think of. Like my running buddy is very conservative. I'm very liberal. Okay. There's no, we make no qualms about that, but there are some things that 
I think we all need to kind of listen a little bit better because there were some things that you brought up that I would have n- never listened to before. And I feel like a lot of my people that follow me were like, oh, I'm done with this. I'll check out. But they're important things to be heard. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. And right now, if you're not listening to the opinions of the people around you and the people, like I feel like I feel like we're at a very huge loss right now because so many things are happening above our heads that we can't get to. Just like you said. What's the point of me being friends with you? I, I, you don't understand what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't. That's that's the thing. That's what's so crappy about if you have people that are friends with you. That I mean, you're here. Yeah. So it's like here. Here's a. You know it, what? What other opportunities can you give somebody other than to listen? And if you represent what they're saying, and, and you represent that group because they're your friends and you guys have similarities and things. What? what I mean, the fact that you're here to educate even me. If I have something that you that you think. I'm not educated on like mm-hmm. wh- why you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah and like to take that just a little step further not just that maybe you are educated on it maybe you do already have an opinion maybe you've already formed something from what you already learned right you know or how it affected you directly that doesn't mean that the people around you don't have their own opinions or are not passionate about how they feel or have their own morals you know, like somebody said to me, you know, oh, well, you did this bad thing because you feel this way. Like you were talking about biblically earlier. Okay, let me just be more specific. Uh, a lot of the liberal tendencies that I have do not coincide with the biblical way that we're taught or raised or whatever. Fine. Okay. But while I accept that, these are not just things that are specifically not okay with me. How can I put that? Like, they're not okay with me because... Mm. Of the Bible? Yeah. Like, okay, like your version of the way things should be is based on the Bible. Like, say that that's the thing. Okay? Right. I got so you. So that's the reason that you're so, you know, intent on what you believe. Okay? Because of the Bible. Well, I was raised in the church. Like, Church Christ, 20 years, <laughs> like, raised in it. But you form your own opinions over time. And maybe my opinions don't line up with your opinions, but I certainly don't have the right to completely disregard your opinions. Do you right. See what I'm and saying? so my point is, is I have a hard time with people because I don't think that most people know why they are liberal or Republican. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like you don't understand why you are the way you are. You just were raised that way. Right. And so a lot of, and you can't tell me that gay people are not stereotypic stereotyped into being Democrats. I agree. Okay. Even though they may not be Democrats. I agree. So my, my whole thing is, I mean, I, one of my best friends was gay. I mean, I mean, from, I mean, he, I, he died and, and he drank himself to death and, and God, he could have been dealing with who knows. Nobody knew, you know, mm-hmm. point being is that young as a young person, I, I didn't have a problem with kids don't have problems with races or gayness or any of that stuff. It is definitely taught. It is definitely taught. So here's the issue. And I want to, I, I just want to ask this one thing to you. Uh, it, it, just this one thing, as far as the gay side of things and growing up and, and, you know, cause obviously there is discrimination within from people to gay people, you know, and, and from some of the same idiots that are racial towards blacks. Right. Agreed. Right. I would say that. Yes. Okay. So growing up, you know, do you feel, I can't, I can't know how you feel because I'm not 
just the same way I don't know how a black person feels. Is this something that you, you have to say you were born with, no questions asked, like you knew it from the time that you understood sexuality? Is that how this works? I want to. I'm so glad you asked that question. I want to. I want the viewers to know we have not talked about this. No, ever. absolutely at all. We've been friends for years. Long we time. have never talked about this. Correct. Because I feel like that was such an important question. Okay. To shortly answer the question, I absolutely was born gay. Absolutely. But now I'm going to tell you why I feel that way. I feel like there are so many challenges why would i do that to my family you know being from the south why would i put my family through that right why would i ever be like okay well i'm gonna choose this just to be the black sheep of my family blah 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 blah. i just want to give them a challenge whatever like who would do that right let's just be honest like who would do that it is an uphill challenge from the moment you accept who you are okay i can't speak for every gay person who knows you know who knows what's going on but in my specific experiences and the experiences of the people that are like-minded and the people that I know in my community, we were born this way and there's no change in that. And now that I know who I am and now that I know that this is how I was born and how it, it just is what it is. And I don't necessarily ever want to go back and be like, well, I wish I had been born straight. Right. Like I will never, ever go back and be like, well, I wish I had been different. Because it was such a challenging ordeal and such a massive undertaking to admit not only to myself who I was, but I had to admit that to my parents who were strict Church of Christ people. My dad, like who doesn't want me ever talking about him, read books to see what he did wrong. You know, he was like, I've read books. I've looked at this from every aspect. And he is like straight laced soldier, man. Like the most amazing Republican you would ever meet. Okay. And he just said, I've read books. I've done everything I can think of to see why you Feel turned way. out this way, you know? And there's just no rhyme or reason to it that you're just born that way. It's who you are. And there's no shame in that. And there never should be any kind of shame in it. So that's an awesome answer. And, and, and one that I have to say, as far as being black or white, it, you, you just saying that, does the word privilege as a white person make sense still? Yes. And I have to tell you why. You should never, ever, ever compare being gay to being black. Ever. They are not the same thing. And just because I was born gay does not mean I was born with this illuminating thing that people could see about me that made me be treated differently because of the way I appear. Oh. You need to understand that. That's that's great. You can't no, tell he's gay just by looking at it. Well, you're not, I mean, I'm a little <laughs> special, but <laughs> you don't look at me and automatically know that I'm gay. You do look at a black person and automatically know that they're black. See, and I that's mean, not okay. This is... It's this not is, okay for you to treat people like that just because of the color of their skin. This and is you, why you don't hang around just people that agree with how you think. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we are all very passionate about the way I feel uh, that we feel see like I'm in it now, but like you don't ever want to assume ever that you understand where somebody's coming from. Cause you cannot. And so I, cannot. I, I and, and listen, 
I'm coming from a place that never, I, I, you know, black, gay, you know, for me, it's always been relationship based. You know, it, it's the joy in my life is, is always been to entertain people. It's now, you know what I'm saying? Me too. Right. So exactly. And, and, and so I want to hit on that next. And yeah. so that's my segue into, into this, but we're, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity, Aurora Nutriscience, Guidance Whiskey, Sony Mobile, Modern Media Geeks, Titan Motoring, Nashville, Hertz Audison Mobile, Bartronics, Nashville. Rodoliac Law Group. This is how valid is the validity. I mean, I. <laughs> You, we might need to change, change it. Yeah, change it. Yeah, we got to. So uh, we're drinking bourbon. Uh, uh, guidance whiskey. Guidance whiskey tonight for the. Uh, we have. I, I've. I had to switch to this camera up here because. Because uh, I hate Parker. Honestly, I don't want him. I wanted his camera out of here. I mean, I've only. I've only spent about four hundred thousand dollars on this thing, and I think I make uh, about five hundred bucks a month. So it definitely. It's definitely worked out in my oh, favor. That's good. Five hundred dollars is five hundred dollars. <laughs> You'd be shocked to see what I'd do for five hundred. I mean, I didn't. So, uh, <laughs> oh God. Okay. See, let's let, let the jokes go. Let the jokes go. Let the jokes go. You're listening to how valid is the validity. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, for my, my friend, friend Eric White, uh, me and, and Andy. It's, it's a special night too because Andy knows Eric. We met at the same time and. Tupelo, Mississippi, playing a job down there at JP's. JP's. We had a fun one down there that night. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, we there a couple times. I think Tyler had the most fun. Yeah? Tyler did have the most fun. Colin Poulton had some fun down there. So, too. you know, we actually met you before then. Oh, in Nashville. Yeah, we met you in Nashville and then said, will you come to Tupelo? That's right. That's right. Yeah. With, with uh, uh, don't tell me your name. I'm going to Janice. No. Janet. Janet. Mm-hmm. Janet. Janet. Yeah, we met you at the stage. And I was like, we got to have these guys. Hey, uh, uh. Let me see. Yeah, bring it. Bring up this one. Bring up this one, Andy. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that is just ferocious. That's I mean, it's be, ferocious. That's before the skin surgery, right there. It's, I mean, look at that. Woo. Look at that. Oh God. <laughs> so, what is your feeling on on Caitlyn Jenner? Oh God, do we have to? Just five seconds. I'm very. <laughs> What I'm, I it is, it may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm not her biggest fan. Okay, uh, I don't think most, I'm just are gay not. people are 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 there in, in your no, community? Are they? I can't speak for everyone. No, I know, I know, but I'm I know. not okay with her representing the trans community when we have so many more qualified and more wonderful can people you, to okay, do that. Can you explain what trans? Can you explain the differences, please? Yes. Okay. So a transgendered person is an individual who 
may have been biologically born male or female, but they identify as the opposite sex. So if I were born as a male, I would be identifying as a female. Okay. That would make me transgendered. Okay. Now, if I were just a straight guy who had a good time and liked to put, you know, women's clothes, uh, on. Women's clothes on, then I would be a transvestite. Now, if I were a gay man who had a little bit too much glitter in my blood <laughs> and liked to wear women's clothing, then I'm a drag queen. Which is what you are. That's what I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God. I very, listen, Please I, very, back up. I very much enjoy being a man, but I have a great time entertaining people in women's clothing. See, that's something I could And I, I'm a gay man. You know, that makes me attractive. I think I could, I could do it's that. It's a lot. I, 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 I like Andy, that. I think you would make a fantastic I'm telling you. All right. Queen. Now, see, I was, uh, I, I was a woman for the... For, <laughs> I like I like the entertainment of it. I like I like the entertainment of it. I like you know the shock value to it. I feel like I can do such things and enjoy it because and you're I, it, number like and it's I not mean, a sexuality thing to me. Listen, and it's not to me either. Like I would never ever like this is personal to me. I can't speak for everybody, but I would never ever go home with somebody in in a wig. I just wouldn't. Okay, so men yeah. men that dress up as women and go home and have sex. What are those people? Oh. Well, I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, that, I mean, I don't know that they have a name for that. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, but you're saying you would not dress up as a woman and going out to get. That's my preference. So I don't know. Like, I. Oh, okay. Like, I don't. Okay, wait. Are you talking about like people who dress up as the opposite sex just to attract, like maliciously, maliciously to, like, I mean, to manipulate I mean, people? Because that's a whole another topic. That's insane. So you're, you're saying that a man. Well, that's how you get killed. Like, I'm just being honest. That's how you get killed. If you're not honest about what you are, who you are, oh, right, that's right. how you get killed. So the, the, the person taking you home thinks you're a woman. Yeah. If they oh, think gotcha. you're a woman and they take you home and find out that you are a woman with a little something extra, then that's how you get killed. And I don't, oh. I want to want to just preface one thing, one thing, like that doesn't mean that they deserve that. You know, like you hear these people killing trans women all the time, like, that is no way what I'm talking about. No, I know. No, what no, that no. is is a totally. I gotta be that honest, is a problem. I gotta be honest with you. I feel bad that you even had to to tell me that. I, did, did, it I is, you, did I put you in a place that? No, no, no. But that is a huge <laughs> problem, and I know that's not for your viewers. I'm just no, telling I'm just you. Say like, did I did I put you in a place where you had to where you had to explain that? That to is me? a huge problem in our nation, and trans. People are getting killed left and right, and that's in no way what I'm talking about. No, I, is that I, I, due to their manipulation, though? Right? Yeah. No, well, party, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Honesty, you know. That's what I'm saying. You have people who do manipulate that, but this is something different than what's happening. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? People yeah. know that people are trans and they're killing um, And anyway. I know that's not for your viewers. Uh, I'm just yeah. telling you. It's my fault. That's my fault. I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm not. I, I want to make sure that I'm reading all the. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. I just want to make sure I'm reading the, all the. Jesus, God Almighty, we're gonna get so, kicked off uh, Facebook. I asked you this before. You, um, so you know a lot of straight guys that that do drag. Do I know straight guys that do drag? Yeah, none. You don't know. You personally don't know. I personally you do not know one single straight guy you who dresses up as a woman for fun. Mm -mm. You mentioned Eddie Izzard. He is an incredible transvestite. But okay. what, what makes him yeah. transvestite again? He is a straight man who puts on female clothing and makeup and a wig. Now. To okay. entertain, you know, different different groups, different cliques, different uh, scenes have kind of different. You know, uh, some people have different attitudes towards it. 
how do you think that like maybe just on your personal thing, your gay community would feel about a straight man coming and hanging oh, out? They would have the best time with him. They'd love it. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, they would love the art, you know, like, yeah. Cause that's how I def- see it. I've yeah. seen a couple of drag shows and they're, it's awesome. Yeah. Like it is the it's most hilarious. comfortable place you could be with the happiest people on the planet. It's like Disney world drag. I can't, what is Disney World out. drag? It is just the happiest place on earth. My drag show. Go Diva White. Can you? Yeah, Diva White. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Can you give us like who would be considered like godfather of drag or godmother of drag or you know like who would be who's oh. who's the Jimi Hendrix of drag? You know like this is a complicated question and it's gonna get like for any gay viewers it's gonna get a lot of of hash. But uh, to me, RuPaul had a very I don't, I want to be very clear. I don't necessarily agree with RuPaul's drag race or how all that's going, right, but I've seen that. you cannot, un, RuPaul has undeniably made history and I'm a huge RuPaul fan. I think he's amazing. I think he is, he's been around for so long. Lady Bunny, crazy, amazing talent. And it's just, RuPaul has just really, but he, he kind of mainstreamed it. Yeah, but not necessarily with his show. Like I want, but I want people to, I want him to, I want people to understand that there was this whole development way before Drag Race ever started. His New York scene. Oh, that was happening in the late seventies and eighties. Right? Well, eighties and nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. he was amazing in New York, like developing the scene way before RuPaul's Drag Race ever came out. You know, RuPaul Charles is started to right. really come out with Drag Race, but RuPaul the drag queen. 80s and 90s. Oh, I mean, he was he was club he was kid. Big, you better like, work. He was as I big mean, as Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah, you know, when huge. you think about uh, the, just the magnitude of being famous, and it's so, really weird because Donald Trump and RuPaul had this amazing moment together. I got to be honest with you. I, I, and, and let's go. Let's let's hit yeah. this because Donald. People again. I go back to the fact that people don't realize we idolize Donald Trump. Before he, had, he became president, oh, he had an incredibly in democratic history. Oh, I mean, he did. He had a history of making money. It did. He was in bed he didn't with care anybody. Who you That's exactly right. The Clintons. He. I mean, he was. It doesn't matter. And so, my point to you is, who better? Right? Who better in the United States? Who went? Who just saw both all sides of it and and just did business with anybody to do business to make because that's what we do is it not how many people did you serve at JPs that were just redneck that if they knew what you did would probably just as soon uh, you know tie up uh, that's still current now right so my point is yeah but you were making but you wanted to make money and yeah. you took their money it's yeah. not like you stopped them and said wait a minute do you believe uh, that I you know do you believe in people being gay it wasn't like that it's money. And don't most people, would you stop doing whatever you're doing as a job if, 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 if it was against or if you felt like somebody in where you work right now was against gay people, would you not work there anymore? Or would you try to get, would you work to get them out? Or You know what I'm saying? Like you care about you. That's what you care about. And you can't stop idiots. You can't stop people from ignorance. Ig- you're talking about. Or ignorance, or, or if, if, what if somebody just yeah. does not believe that in you what you do? Who get like f- screw them? Yeah. So I can't. I couldn't put myself in a hypothetical situation, right? But if I were to be like, okay, well, I feel completely one hundred percent offended by the people I work for, then 
You would leave. Yeah, I would leave. Right, but you and would, that would be my that would be my choice. Stop being a nurse. But let me tell you what: I've worked for a bunch of Republicans for a long time, and it has never been a problem for me. It's just not because I'm very clear about my opinions. They've been very clear about their opinions. Whatever. So, so tell me, and right we now that it's all not just idiots. We all work together, and right. it's so fine. Is it, is it just not? Are we not looking when you watch the news? Are we just not highlighting the dumbest people of society? Well, I have a real problem with what's going on right now because I feel like. You know, did you ever watch? Okay, when we're going over to Flat Earth later, like, did you ever watch Bill Nye and all that? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so Bill Nye and their group that like fight against uh, the the Flat Earthers or whatever, they make a very valid point that you don't argue with people who do not have objective or I'm sorry, subjective information, right? So if you know that something is true, like you know it within your heart of hearts to be true, you don't debate that. Okay, you just don't. Oh, if you know it's true, you won't you know talk it's about true. It. You don't debate it. Oh. You're not gonna sit there and fight with somebody because it's not gonna change how you feel because you know that in your heart of hearts to be true, right? And I feel like a lot of things that are going on right now are just a whole lot of people spouting off a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, right, but and I'm it's, saying, but but it's the it's not people that know what they're. It's not they don't know what they're fighting for. Ah, oh, God. Yep. I mean, that is the truth. That's hitting the nail on the head right, right there. on the freaking head. Like, and I'm not speaking to any certain group, but I do feel like like if you ever go and ask anybody about the Civil War and things like that, they don't even know who the people were. That's exactly right. And if you're not going to know your history and you're not going to know about what happened and how boy, it all boy. went down, I mean, is, people are more worried is, about I have a real a problem with people taking a stance on something without being educated about it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yeah. so that being said, that being said, why are we letting, why is this country right now letting these people who aren't educated and who are ignorant and some of them just straight up dumb as a box of rocks, why are we letting them do this? It's the carrot on the end of the stick. Like you were talking about earlier, the left hand, and the right hand. It is a distraction for what's really going on in our nation. And I honest to God believe that. I feel like there's so many things going on under the covers like behind our eyes, I'm really bothered with the whole, you know, the COVID is going to end in November. Like when you were talking about that and I was sitting on the couch, it was so hard to be quiet because a virus is a virus is a virus all day long. And you can have your, your conspiracies. You can say, this is what happened. This is how this happened. It's going to end here. No, a virus is a virus is a virus is a virus. It's not going away. It's not going to change. It may adapt. You may get different strains of it. I believe personally in my heart of hearts, we're already dealing with multiple strains of it. As a nurse, I feel like I've seen multiple strains on it. Like these are not things to sway an election. You don't like, think that what's going on right now, though, based on the numbers that you're seeing, as far as how many people have died, the, the average age of people that have died, you don't think this is somewhat political at all? Well, about that, I feel like the way that it's being reported that we talked about, I believe that that's political. I believe that you're talking about some states are reporting here, some states are reporting this amount, some states are reporting that amount. I believe those reports are political. I do not believe the virus itself is political. Do you think that what the what this virus has done is worth, what we have done during this whole thing, do you think this is a normal way to do business based on a virus, or is this virus actually that much different than anything we've ever dealt with? I do not think that we've handled this well at all. Okay. Personally, I do not. And like my own personal opinion is, how would we have known? 
That's my stance on okay, it. Okay, and, and, and how and would we have would known dis- nobody, to handle with that? Nobody would disagree it. with that. I'm saying now that we're looking at the second wave things that are going on, it, do you still feel that we shutting down and keeping things shut down? That's where it feels political to me. Me too. And I've been saying this on my own personal page. Wear your mask, all this stuff, whatever. I don't feel like so many places need to completely shut down. Like, I feel like there's so many differences we can make by protecting our own faces. You protect your face. I protect my face. It's like getting peed on. Which like, I love. Okay. It is a great, it's <laughs> a great, say, it's I a mean, great way to view this, I mean, right? Right. I mean, I'm just saying like, I mean, I, there's, is that what? Think about you this. Love the you analogy? Can you, is that what can you, say, can you change it into something that's not, not quite so fun? Here you go. Think about this. Okay. If you're wearing your pants and you try and pee on me. I'm not going to get your pee on me because you got your pants on. I got a healthy stream. Right? But if you've got pants on and I got pants on, I'm really not going to get peed on. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's this meme on Facebook or whatever. That I mean, to me. I've seen that. Yeah. To me, it's like there are these steps we could be taking. I don't necessarily feel like every concert should be shut down. I don't necessarily feel like every bar should be shut down, that we can't go see live music. On the fence about the students go back to school. Because I've got this heart of hearts about kids that just bothers me. But but this is this has killed one one what is it like one or two people under the, from nineteen down. I mean I, I don't think it's affecting children. I mean I understand the whole fact of kids coming back with it to their homes or to their grandparents' house. I get that. But are you really going to keep all the kids from going to school because of the kids? Although they may not show symptoms, are carriers and can spread it. Okay, that's my point. Yeah, but so. Whether or not they can spread it to each other, they can spread it to... Would you want to be a teacher with 30 kids locked in a classroom with the door closed? Would you want to be that teacher? Is my If everybody's got point. masks on, you just said. The kids are not going to have masks on. You can't... Why not? How are you going to make 30 first graders wear masks? The same way this you're going to make you drunk people do it. You color them up and make them look funny. Yeah, yeah oh, this go. is my point. No, you're like, right. <laughs> in Mississippi, they're not making them wear masks. I, 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 I and think, they're going to school. I think kids got to go back to school. I'm sorry. I, 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 I understand. And I think, that the, I think that it's great that we're trying to figure out what's what with that. But, I, I mean, like, how can parents stay home 100% of the time and take care of their they kids? They can't. Uh, that's the, the biggest no, concern can't. is that. But they need that. to accept the fact that they're sending their kids back to school because they need that. I'm going to get ripped apart. That daycare for their kids. They oh, do. It's so not going to get ripped apart. There's not one parent that doesn't think that sending their kid to school at first grade That's isn't daycare. Of, it's not only daycare. is it daycare, but there are a lot of kids under the poverty line that get fed by public that's, schools. That's, well, and that's something else. That that's literally something else need public schools to survive. The, hey, a lot of the teachers have went out even through all this and all summer long. A lot of teachers locally have been providing meals for these kids yeah i've seen it i'm my one of my very best friends is a school teacher and she is at the local church giving food out every day to help these kids they put it out on the table and then she walks back yeah. and they come and collect the food i do believe that it's it's been a bit uh, a disservice to a lot of kids that are you know in inner cities things like that below poverty lines and things not only not only that they're not getting fed and being taken care of like they normally are uh but just the structure of their everyday life is gone and they need that. There's a lot of pe- kids that need the structure and need those influences. They need that, that routine. Life. I agree. And there's a whole year now of just like, and we all know that things that happen to us as a as a child affect us the rest of our lives. Yeah. I mean, it's well, weird. but not only that. I mean, you can't you can't keep kids in the house. I mean, the, here's the problem with it because you just said it. It's political now. 
this whole thing is political. Right. Like right. you so, said that earlier and it just hit the nail on the head. Okay, this whole so, thing is so political. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ruin kids' lives. Literally the whole freaking generation because of some a bunch of idiots in in, in Washington trying to fight each other out about oh. who, who's going to win an election. I mean, we're, we're we're willing to put this kind of shit on kids. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, COVID starts- virus or not, I mean, look at this. We don't even know how much mon- how much of these numbers are real. That's the other problem. And so when you're trying to make this is why that's important. The, the reporting is it makes it important completely you, political, and I yeah. have a big problem with the way it's okay, been reporting. Okay, so uh, tell me I right, uh, tell me right now that this because it's political, you're making decisions about these people's lives, of all of our lives. We all are based on numbers that we can't even trust. We all are. I'm. I'm we all are. It's exhausting. Do it. <laughs> Let me get the liquor. You want to hit this? It's exhausting. Hit that once. Hit that. It feels good. <laughs> it's exhausting. Hang on, I got this. Oh, you hit it like a gay. Oh, you hit it like a gay. Like a gay. <laughs> it is a, you hit it like a gay. It's exhausting. I have no ears. You had it. Yeah. God. What is the deal I'm with gone. that? What is the deal? You're I'm, gone. I'm, oh, you got to get it up Hang there. On. You got it. My wig is broken. Oh. I got it. Okay. Didn't he though? He threw, it's like you know, if if you're gonna be a girl, there was a little sugar on that. Tap. No, there wasn't a little sugar on it. Gay hit. <laughs> Freaking gays. Sometimes you just gotta smack it. <laughs> well, you got me there. You got me there. Would you like to end any? Because uh, uh, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm. This will probably be my last show. I think. Huh? I don't think so at all. I think that we've made some really valid points. I think a lot of people are sitting at home like, well, I'm glad that Chris decided to let the gays talk. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like you've wasted your time here, and I feel like our opinions are all very important. And I think that unity, like you were talking about, unity. I have listen. A- I feel like community, as it's our responsibility. Nobody else is watching out for us, so it has to be a personal level. I, I just, I'm a firm believer that even that that no matter how hard you try, the only thing you can ever really truly care about is yourself. And I don't say that in in a in a egotistical way. I say it because I feel like the struggle as a human being is really is really that that having empathy is possible, but actually feeling somebody else is impossible. And you just and and you that's why you you gravitate in groups. That's why gay people, you know, there's this it's this issue with like. You can you can feel for the gay community, but once you're in the gay community, people that you know, you can't feel them. Th- their problems are not your problems, and no matter how much you, right? So it's isn't that a weird? Uh, it's a, it's a weird dichotomy of of being part of a group, but then the individuals. It's impossible to feel the other individuals. But as a group, you can feel the group, but you can't feel the individual. And this moment that you're having right now, that you're explaining to other people, this is the moment other people need to be having. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's so much bigger than you can understand for that one group. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. I do. But uh, I, I do. And I feel like a lot of times, just go with me on this. This is crazy. But I feel like a lot of times the straight white man is like, well, I have this going on too. Why am I the bad guy? Because I'm a straight white man. 
Do you see what I'm saying? It's. I, I think. I think. I, I got to be honest with you. I think that. I, I'm going to say something that this is just really not. This is. <laughs> I, I got to be careful how I say this. I think as a young person, I, I think as a as a boy, at any age, uh, between zero and let's say eight or nine. I think you could go. I, I don't know how to. Say, I don't know how to say this without. I'm not trying to. I feel like sexual sex for young boys is so difficult and it just continues to get harder that that if you were on a playing field of 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 nobody caring about anything and you you weren't raised a certain way that it really more is about how you feel about somebody than it is about being a certain sexuality mm-hmm if there weren't names to being gay or straight or transvestite or all these type of things, and you could just be whoever it is you wanted to be, I, I think we would all be in a different boat at this point. And that, my friend, would be a perfect world. Yeah. I agree. If we didn't have the titles, if nobody had a title and we just all were... I mean that would be wonderful because but, I, I gotta admit, like I was, I was, I was, I I, I loved Jimmy. Like I, he was, you know, if 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 I would have been there for him, you know, it, but it wasn't. But I didn't understand what he was going through. I didn't understand, right? But but I was, loved. Him. Was he a little older than you? Yeah, like four years, which is a you know. So he was experiencing some things that you hadn't oh, yet. Yeah. But I loved him. I mean, like I, you know, I loved him like I loved my first girlfriend. I mean, it was there's just this enamoration by this person. It yeah. was, but it was him. It was him as a person, right? And I didn't know what gay was. I didn't know what that any of that mm-hmm. meant, right? Mm-hmm. And and I just knew how I felt about him. And 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 to this day, I mean, it was it's you know. And so I, I guess my point being is is God, do we put so much emphasis on where we put it? Instead of who we put it with. And it's gotten so much bigger than it was ever meant to get, in my opinion. Like, there was I mean, a time but, in the 70s and 80s where it wasn't early 80s. Right, but but see, here's, yeah. here's my problem. Here's my problem with what you just said. And and I don't know if you meant to say it this way, but and, and we don't have to get deeper into this. But I, 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 It's conditioning. I, I think when you take the, the biblical part out of it, I think that that's a big problem in, in the sense that when you have the Bible that was so riddled with homosexuality from the beginning of time. This is, that's not, you know, it, it, it's just that it's used as a condemnation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of a, you know, a historical book, mm-hmm. however you believe in it and however you believe in marriage, it, it does not matter. The bottom line is if like Andy was saying earlier, you weren't wearing that shirt. I would never know you were gay from a distance, just like the black thing, which mm-hmm. is a, a great point. Sex is sex. One thing I don't do, the straightest guy in the bar talking about how much uh, he pulls is yeah. the gayest guy in the room. Yeah, right? I agree. So I, agree. I and you can control. I don't go around bragging about your number. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's, and I don't even I just. I, I try to, my thing is, it's it's the gratification of it all. And if you're in a relationship, then that's your whole thing too. And it's part of that relationship. 
But that's what it is. It, it's a part of the relationship. Right. It's not something. But unfortunately, this the 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 dressing up and 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 men that feel like they're. What is the deal with men that want to compete against women? What it that is where when you start putting it on the rest of society, what are we supposed to do at that point? Well, be more specific about the competition that so you're talking you're, about. I, I don't think I have to be too specific in the sense that men that w- want to change into women, but obviously have the build of a man, correct? Is that, I mean, that is that, that's what's happening now. Like the the weightlifters and the bicyclers and the men, the men that are going and killing all these records and and doing that that are that that are born men but want to be women. Okay, that is way out of my scope. And but let me okay. tell. But hey, it's not that I don't want to comment on it. It's because I don't understand it, and that's a powerful statement. I don't understand right. why. This is. This is a, a plagued thing. I don't get this. Like there are men who are trying to play in a women's field and things like that that are not trans people. Like this is an actual thing that's happening. Like I've been talking to some surgeons about it too. <laughs> like I mean seriously, it is a, a common discussion. Like uh um like okay, students. Okay? So these students go and they are not trans students. They are not men who feel like they are women inside their body, right? Like trapped in a man's body and they're really a woman. They are just saying this so that they can compete at a college level against women and win and win scholarships and shit like that. And are nobody's you, but no and everybody's afraid to say anything. There's because- not a guideline to that. And that's a problem. That is an obvious problem. Like why would your daughter not be able to get into college for her dreams because a boy is pretending to be a girl trapped in a man's body to get that position. Okay, you're right. You know what? I it's went so too much far. bigger than us. I went, I went too far. That is so much bigger than I us. I went too far. I, I went know. too I far. Ask Lori Laughlin about that. And Becky. Cheers. The lady that paid you. Come on. You guys are so out of touch. Mm-mm. Get a haircut. I know what you're talking about. It's just she didn't do that. <laughs> no, I know but she didn't do that. Not, she I mean, didn't do that. Not, I know. I'm no, saying. but Becky but that is, right there, is what you're saying. What you're talking no. about right there, though, is so much bigger than us. And that is an active problem right now. And I have no idea how to deal with that. But these are. But I'm talking about the men that actually get it cut off, flipped up inside of them. And they're and, and the boobs and the whole nine. They're, they are they are women now. That, that's a thing. Like, are you talking about in competition or are you yes. talking about in everyday life? No, in competitions. Like, there are men that have done the sex change that, that are, but they are still a man, right? Muscular. That stuff still sticks. See, to me, if you're going through all that and you're having the hormones and all that, then you are a transgendered person. And to me, I can't condemn that. And those hormones. Right, but can you hormones. compete against a woman? <laughs> if you are, if you identify as a woman, yes. That's the okay, problem. So, what, what, they're transgender people. If they're a transgendered person, they do identify as a woman. You can identify as a woman, but if you have the parts, the muscular parts of a man. Doesn't matter. If you're identifying. So in weightlifting, it doesn't matter. Listen to me. If you identify as a woman, you go through your hormones, you change your body, you are so through your psych testing. Hang on. You go through your psych testing. You have your surgery, the whole nine yards. You're a transgendered person. You're a woman. You're a woman at that point. So that's my question then. HRT. To me, but there is an active problem where people who are not 
transgendered people well, are doing and, and, this right, shit. And so that's just bullshit. And that's crazy to and me. And that's just bad apples. But I'm talking it about is. the people that actually go through the surgery, that go through the hormones, do all that kind of, But at the end of the day... Transgender is transgender is transgender Okay, is so transgender. even though it's against weightlifting people, if you're in a woman's weightlifting <clears throat> class, mm -hmm. that still makes sense to you. Well, let me... To me, I mean, I'm going to support a transgender person no matter what. Even over a biological woman? Yes. Okay. And I know that's fucked up in your head. It is in my head because, I, like, like to me, you said before, I just listen don't to get me. It. Listen to me, though. I have a problem with that happening anyway. I got a problem with that. Like, to me, it's like, I got a problem with it, but I support transgender people. I get you. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, but, but I got a problem with you saying, oh, I'm transgendered. I need to go beat all these biological women to do this. I'm human. I'm human. It's not a popular, you know, acceptance amongst, amongst the gay community. But a transgender person is a transgender person. So if she was born biologically a male, had her hormones, went through her psych eval, and became a woman, she is a woman. Do those hormones actually take the male out of you? That's my question. That is, to me, that is problematic. Like, how are you taking the male out of somebody when they were mentally, well, to them... To them, mentally, they've been a female the whole but, but time. I'm talking, okay, and, that, and I'm yeah. talking about the physicality. I'm not yeah. talking about mentally. Of course. So that changes it, your, your, you it go changed, through HRT, it, you're not going to build muscles like a man would anymore. Oh, I can't, I can't say that because our bodies are different, right? So I can't say that. Like, even though you're taking estrogen and all this stuff, you can't say that someone who was biologically born as a man, even though he's taking estrogen, is going to end up, you know developing muscle the same way as a woman would that's, well, I mean, it, that's a ridiculous okay, assumption th that, that's well, not we're not we're not i'm not yeah i'm not trying to this is not an assumption my point to you is it's somebody that's in their 20s let's say in their 20s mm -hmm. and they and they want to be a woman and they want to go through all of it hang on you're saying they want to be a woman yeah in their mind there are women they're already a woman that's not my point yeah i'm talking about with this competition they thing. want a woman's body they want to be able to compete yes. with a woman or, or a woman that has been born biologically a woman can is it possible to put them at the same level even though they were born as a man personally personally i don't think it's fair and i've been very open about this i don't think it's fair you were born in a biological man's body it's not fair to me that you're competing with women okay but a transgender person feels like they're born biologically as a woman they are born biologically as a man they're a woman in a man's body okay okay so in their mind in their heart in their soul they know they're a woman and they're born in this body it's a conflict right so they go through all the necessary steps to become a woman's body to match their soul okay fine do whatever you need to do i have a problem with it yeah i got you I have a problem with the competition, and that's what I'm saying. This is much bigger than us, yeah, and it is, it is I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. I, I got to stop talking about it because I mean, I just don't. I mean, I, it's not a popular belief. Listen, I it's mean, not. It a, is, it's not a popular opinion. I, with women, it is. I could guarantee you, with women, it is. Women do not think that that's right. They can't, and they're coming out now. These competitions, these women that in, in gymnastics and and weightlifting, especially and cycling, they're coming out and they're saying this isn't fair. Like, I want my child to have every opportunity that anybody else's child would have, right? So it would hurt me physically. And this is coming from a gay man who fully 100% believes in trans rights. Like, I will not have a drag show without trans people. They're my people, okay? But I would have a hard time 
knowing that my biological daughter lost her scholarship to a trans woman who beat her. Oh, Do you see what, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that goes to say, you know, in the professional, it would be hard for me to accept that. On, the, on the other side of that, on trans rights all the way. All right. So from a medical standpoint, you don't believe there's any part of HRT that would level the playing field. I do not, but I'm not on a biological level. I'm not educated enough in that to make an actual informed opinion about it. Mm -hmm. But I do not feel like you can ever make a male body a female body. So if you have an opinion, Cohen, and we're going to talk about this before we get into flat earthing, we're going to flat earth the shit out of this place. I can't wait. If you would like to be a part of the show, call us at 808-725-3116. That's 808-725-3116. Or email us at hvvcast at gmail.com. Sponsors of How Valid is the Validity, Aurora Nutriscience, Guidance Whiskey, Sony Mobile, Modern Media Geeks, Titan Motoring Nashville, Hertz Audison Mobile, Bartronics, Nashville. Bergoliak Law Group. This is how valid is the validity. Andrea's on there right now going, she's, she's dying down there. I need to bring her up here. But uh, she's like, they're never going to be at the same level. The muscles don't grow. I know. That's what I'm That's I'm on your side, you little crazy Colombian. Crazy Colombian. She's Colombian, by the way. She's downstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's so hot. <laughs> she's good looking. Oh, my God. She's a good looking woman. texted my friend as soon as I got here, and I was like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Because you know I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, 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 what? That you're going... No, that you have straight. a beautiful hot <laughs> I got to get them from different countries because if they know me from this country, it's not good. <laughs> oh this God. country, the, the, you know, the, the U.S. ladies don't like me anymore. So what are we doing right now? What is this stuff? What is this stuff? Okay, well, okay. So earlier today when I got into Nashville, the music capital of the world. <laughs> Was. I know, and I'm so, like, that hurt my heart when you were talking about that earlier. But, okay, so this... Cooper and Thief, they didn't pay me to talk about this, right. okay? But they have this beautiful wine that is 16.5% alcohol, and it is marinated for three months. They call it aged. Right. Uh, for three months in tequila barrels. So 
it's been just sitting in barrels that have been marinating tequila for all this time, right? So there are all these undertones. The first thing I got from it was like an orangey lime undertone, and I don't know why. No kidding. Our tastes are so different, you know, but it's so good. Well, open that thing up. Don't okay. Quit, don't, don't talk about it. I brought my wine cue with my name on it. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. my God. This is where the end of the show starts to go downhill immediately. And thank you for being here. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I got to say, thanks for, for coming tonight. I know uh, I know we haven't seen each other since Sambuca, I think, was the last time I saw you. Oh, God, I was so drunk. It was bad. Mm -hmm. It was bad. It was really I was bad. learning how to eat again. That was not fun. Were you just so hungry? I mean, at the beginning of all that, just Here's the thing. Like, I'm still that person. And yeah. I think that that's, I hate that I didn't mention that earlier when we had more viewers that were listening about the weight loss, but like, I'm still that person. I still want to go home and eat a whole pizza. And a lot of things that they tell you when uh, you have the surgery so, is, okay, but you got the sleeve. Yeah. Right, I got, so you got the sleeve. I got the sleeve. And a lot of times when you have that much of your stomach cut out, it's 80% to 90% of your stomach. When you get that much cut out, you lose those hormones that make you crave things, right? But that's temporary. It's temporary. That and that's why it's a tool. Those feelings come back. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still that person. I still want a whole pizza, all that good stuff. I could sit down and eat just like anybody else. So what, what makes the, the difference is now that you've done this to yourself mm -hmm. and you've changed, is, is that what stops you? No. Like I could stretch it right back out. No, I'm saying like your mind. I'm saying in your mind now, you're like, yeah. I don't want to go back to that yeah, person. Yeah, that's exactly what stops me. Okay, cool. That's so exactly what stops me. you're feeling that reward system like playing a part on your psyche as far as, because that's what interests me the most about what you did is is actually tra training and changing your brain and your reward system. Okay, so when you talk about reward system, yeah. like I still want to reward myself with food. Right. Still, yeah. you know, like when I'm eating that protein bar, I'm not happy with that. That's not that's so not making me happy. On your journey, how long did it take until you actually started to mentally crave that workout or that walk or that you know like? I'll let you know. You're, so you're still, right. you're, I still, you know what? You're yeah, still I still, I still that. have to like talk myself into it a lot because it's rewards. It's like we're doing chemical rewards. We're doing sixteen point two miles on Saturday, and I'm still right now hyping myself up for it. Yeah, because it's how not many miles? Sixteen point two, and it's not something I want to do, but that's what. The goal well, is. It's just interesting because every mm -hmm. time you've trained your brain, because every time you went for that that diet soda, every time you went to that to that food, you were yeah. It was a reward system. Yeah, you know that absolutely. Your, and you're still to this day trying to break that. Yes. That. And you don't. You try not to reward yourself with food. Yeah. So I mean, I mean it's for, every day. For, for those of you that come in late or whatever, I mean, the, the the main point he's trying to make and has made is that that sleeve is just a tool. So I mean, don't think that you're going to get a weight loss, anything. It doesn't matter what 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 it is. If if you're using something to lose weight, you better have a program and an idea that you're going to stick to something. Yes, yeah. and a lot of that comes with a really good physician and a really good mindset. So you don't want to just be like, "Oh, I'm ten pounds overweight. I can get the sleeve." And a good workout work buddy. Way. It sounds like too. Yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, a good work. Yeah, a good workout buddy. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Conservative huh? as hell. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> yes. I gotta meet this guy. Conservative, he's, a conservative he gay he's, guy. He is straight he's and straight? conservative, and he's great. oh, straight. Yeah, he's straight and conservative. Oh my yeah. god, I can't imagine what those conversations are. It's amazing. We talk just like we've been talking today. Like he's amazing. At just having a conversation. And, and never once you just never looked at him, and he's looked at you, and you. 
Well, I mean, I, okay, well, that's <laughs> gross. Number one. Number two, I've known him since I was like 11 years old, you know? Wait so, a minute. So you guys have grown up together. Ish. Did you reconnect uh, we, through this? We used to go to church camp together. Let's just let that so marinate. Let's little, let that marinate. I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> give, me some of this. give me Hey, pour some of this. Pour okay. some of this. So, uh, again, everybody camp. understand that this is tequila. No, it's wine aged in tequila barrels. It is barrels. Sauvignon Blanc. And aged it is, in tequila barrels. Yeah, finish that up. Tell me how good that is. <sighs> oh, my God. It's like the best thing what you a, ever put in your mouth. And that's a, a lot world. coming from me. <laughs> what a, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. To your show. Love I love you. it. It's Welcome great. to How Valid is the Validity, everybody. Yeah, I've been watching your show for so long, and I'm like, God, I'm so glad to be here. Oh, it's dude. wonderful. No, I mean, and you even said it, too. Even Andy. I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a freaking... It's totally different in person. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? That's yeah, the way, that's you've the way really it works. built built yourself an empire. Here. Oh yeah, an empire. Yes, yeah. yes. And pancakes <laughs> downstairs. We're forty or fifty people <laughs> at any given time. Um, no, so we're going to go into my favorite part of the show, uh, a little bit of conspiracy corner. What do you think of that? I can't Are you wait. Ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? I feel like this whole conversation has been. All right, Andy, bring up. Let's see. Bring up one A. Let's let's watch that first. This movement. Well, that was it. Well, I know, but it went so fast. No, I mean, well, you should be used to that. Is that the, <laughs> is that is that one A? What it, I don't understand. What's it is. going on? This movement is about changing the world, literally. You think for the longest time that you live here, but what if it wasn't this? What if this was just the illusion? Pontius model. Yeah, we're gonna open this thing up, and the reality. Look something like this. In a nutshell, you have the North Pole at the center, the continents splayed out organically on the sides. Antarctica has stretched around the entire outer edge like an ice wall. The sun and the moon are very, very small, and the stars are just lights in the sky. A giant planetarium, which means it was built by somebody, someone bigger than us, someone better than us. Do you think it was a god? Not my place to say. All right, so there it is. Not and and that's not quite the whole thing. But as a matter of fact, let me let me just give a little synopsis. So there are these people that believe in a flat Earth that the Earth is not round; it is flat. And so essentially, they believe that that on Around the Earth, Antarctica circles the whole planet in a 150-foot wall of ice. What does that sound like, by the way? But the water can't get out and everything, whatever, whatever the case is. And they have all these different explanations of how the sun works and gravity and all that kind of thing. And so they believe this. And, and I, I got to be honest, and, and that's what we're, we're here to talk about in Conspiracy Corner tonight, is, is the Earth flat? Eric, let me hear it first. Okay, so first of all, I would say you never ever, remember I said earlier, you never argue with something that you know to be true. Right. Right. So all these scientists, all these things, you know, the, the flat earthers will go and say that um, that they use numbers and science to prove that they know that the earth is flat. Well, I've got a problem with that automatically because you can't use physics and numbers and mathematics to prove that the earth is flat. You can't. 
So right there, that's a problem. Okay, explain that a little bit more. Well, like the whole idea with, okay, let me think about a boat. Okay. On the horizon. Right. Okay. As the boat gets further and further away, like you're, say you're standing at the southernmost point. You're in the keys, okay? And the boat is getting further and further away. And you notice that you can't see the bottom of the boat anymore, right? You start to just see the sail. We're talking about a sailboat, okay? Right. So then the further away it gets, you can just see the sail. That is proof alone that the earth is round, right? I mean, that's it. No, nah, man, it's just the atmosphere. Okay. Then you think about think about a solar eclipse, right? Because everybody's like, oh, nobody ever went these flat earthers. Nobody ever went to the moon. That doesn't exist. The moon, the moon is tiny. The sun is tiny, whatever. Okay. Every time you see the solar eclipse, you can see this with your own eyes. Okay. Then what do you see? You see a sphere come across the moon. Okay. Something round. And we've become more, what's that word? Like, I don't want to say helix. I'm, I'm afraid woke. that's wrong. Woke. No, like where the earth has been spinning so much that it's more stretched than just a sphere. Like it's oh, right. more it's, oblong. It, right, I got you. Yeah, well, but regardless, you're going to see that image. So no matter what position the earth is in, you still see a curvature on the moon from the shadow from the sun. Well, right? that's okay, so this is, you are a, you are a round earther. Oh, oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. Oh, like 100%. Okay. Flat earth is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Show me those clips again. So, so I will say this, there is a, there is a, a thing in 1961, uh, uh, the, the Arctic treaty. Have you heard of this? Tell me more. Uh, I'm going to tell you just a little bit because it's as much as I know, but this Arctic treaty basically says that there could, that, that, that everything that was going to be done in Antarctica had to be done for exploration that a, that a, a private person could not I've heard explore. This. Right. Yeah. Okay. I've heard this. What do you think? Okay, so this these are just arguments that flat earthers use to to explain why the earth is flat. We are not allowed to go deeper into Antarctica. And and to boot, in 19 in 1773, so the 18th century, the first modern explorer tried to go through Antarctica, tried to find a place in Antarctica to go through to to, to sail through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and could not find an inlet anywhere that is also an argument so let's let's just say you find out tomorrow the earth is flat now what what about it what okay. about what about it well i would debunk immediately the whole antarctica okay thing like if you look at the globe that we were raised to to know and understand you know, of course, we were raised as children to understand this. So I can understand why they would be like, oh, well, you were taught this, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But if you look at Antarctica, it is a solid block of ice at the South Point, the South Pole, right? Correct. So that, I mean, how are you going to try and get through that? You know, of course, you can't find a way through it. But I mean, if the earth was round, you should be able to. You could go around no, it. No, 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 no. If the earth is round, you should be able to sail through it to and, and keep going. How are you going to sell through ice? Well, it's a, it's a solid block of ice. It's a well, solid no, block my, of my ice. My point to you is, not it can't be, there has to be somewhere where the ice cuts through at some point. No. Right? No, 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 no. It's, no like a, it's like a continent of ice. Antarctica is a continent of ice. Well, until global warming. That's another, another thing. But right now, it's... 
Hey, oh, yeah. I'm hey, I'm a round earther. I'm yeah. just like this flat yeah. earth conspiracy. Yeah. It makes me it, it gets to me. I, I love studying it. This is what I told you earlier today when I saw that we were going to be talking about it. But Antarctica is like the South Pole, right? And it's a block of ice. You're not going to be able to sell through that. You can't. All right, so I mean, well, basically, have you seen the documentaries the where people go to Antarctica? Like they get approval and then they go to it. All right, so here, play, play, uh, play, uh, three A. I have so much more for you. I can't wait. A flat Earth. Did you ever think a few years ago that you'd be having this discussion for National Geographic? It's frankly shocking. We've known for two thousand years, based on observations you can make with your own eyes, that the world is round. But they have all the evidence right in front of them and they still choose not to believe in it. You know, who knows what motivates people from the inside to believe these things? But science is important. Science is valuable. Science saves lives. It makes our lives better and more comfortable. And it enriches us intellectually. And to question what scientists are saying and suggest that they're part of some massive international global conspiracy, it's really scary. Are they a threat to the work okay. that you do? Like, it, can I just say it. that was a bunch of opinions? So, like, but I, I but you said in the beginning of that this was a, that you can't use science and physics. I see. I disagree. I mean, I think you have to be able to use science and physics. And you have to use science, physics, and mathematics to prove your point. And flat earthers can't do that. Oh, correct. You can't do that as a flat earther. And if you say that you can, then you're lying. That's subject. That's objective. That, so and are you, you can't a round earther or round earther? Well, I'm a round earther, of course. I'm not an idiot. Well, seriously. Mostly. Oh, God. There's, 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 flat there's so, so much the more. Thing, the, here's the thing. The North and the South Pole, the, they're, they're, you're kind of getting in my world here. I like this kind of stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. So the North and the South Pole, uh, magnetic, they're magnetic frequencies right. that, are, that actually sit above the Earth. And once you get up to a certain point, there's really not much of a way without you know GPS satellites and a compass to go to the exact center point. And everything navigationally is down to science and mathematics. Yeah. Everything. Like so, you cannot go anywhere over the water without mathematics and physics and all that. So wherever the North Pole is marked or the South Pole is not actually mathematically the North Pole. So are you saying pole. that we have already that can change. debunked? Yeah, it changes. Have it we, changes. Change. Have, we've, have we already debunked this uh, conspiracy Multiple theory? times. Okay, so we're done. All right. That's well, it. see, but the, this is where I want to get into some more fun things because when this is where you're talking about uh, Antarctica, solid piece of ice. For the now, pole, the poles yeah. they move all the time. Have you guys ever heard of Hollow Earth? Yes. Like, are you Do talking you, about the, like the Donut Earth? Is that what you're talking well, about? Not, no, not no, Donut no, no, Earth. No, no, no. Where there's nothing in the in no, the, no. Well, there's actually a civilization, and that there's a flourishing planet that's with a core that is actually the sun, and that there's mountains. There's because there's there's a, a couple of accounts of these guys that have flown and tried to fly over directly the North Pole and have gone to where it goes through and it turns into mountainous ranges and they've actually flown into the earth. Okay, there's accounts of there's me. accounts Seriously. of it it's and and then that the, that the, this is kind of crazy it gets out there more but that there's actually a race of like superhuman people that are down there and will only come up to protect in certain times of distress for the for the but they're actually blonde haired they're about eight feet tall and they have a light blue skin color uh there there's books written about wait this a minute, stuff. okay back up 
What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hollow, hollow Earth. Okay. Hollow so the Earth perfect theory. race right, lives so down we, there. Can we do Hollow Earth next week? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can, I can talk that to you about Hollow right, Our time has run out. This is, we've gone, Eric, you've, this has been a great night. Thank uh, you for uh, having me. It's been lovely. But, but I love you to death. And me and Andy are so proud of you. Can you... Remember, remember when we went to Tubelo and we we got into that little altercation at that bar? What was that? Oh place? God, it was the Midnight I, Rodeo. I they are talk they are this. closed. No, they're closed. Is it closed? They don't exist oh, anymore. I, I love so much that it is yeah. called the Midnight Rodeo. That is yeah. awesome. I've been screwed by them multiple times since then. Yeah, they're closed. I mean. We almost got shot that night. You did. Yeah. And we snuck out the back door. Yeah, yeah. And, you were and there with us? I Are was. I had He's one arm around you there. and one arm around him Shit. and screwed you out the back door. No, shows... you didn't. No, he, he went out the wrong door. That's, you don't, remember that? Drummer like, boy, what's his name? Drummer Tyler. Boy, Tyler was like getting it with that, that armed he got, yeah. person. God, he was an ogre like he was just massively large security Tyler guard. has no fear and Tyler is this little bitty guy and he has he his hat care. turned on backwards and he's like mother ever he doesn't blah, care blah, blah. <laughs> he doesn't uh, care and we were in the car on the way back to your hotel and Chris let him have it I didn't let anybody have it I almost got shot every, every, everybody uh thank you for another great episode of how valid is the validity Andy is our producer tonight because uh well Andy's gonna be our producer Going forward, I'll be around. Yay. I'll be around. I don't. I, you better be more than around. I mean, you got into the discussion. I mean, like you're you're going to be a pivotal part of this whole concept now. Yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys very much. We'd like to thank uh, Guidance Whiskey, Aurora Nutriscience, uh, Bedoliac Law Group, who, who just uh, started sponsoring the, the 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 whole thing. Sony Mobile, uh, Guidance. Uh, what I said, Guidance already. I think. I, uh, and, and 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 Cartronics and uh, who else? Hertz Audison or. So everybody, uh, also, uh, I'm going to put this down for uh, for the future here. We're about to do a a, a $6,000 stere- car stereo build-out giveaway, and that's coming up on the Chris Weaver Band and How Val is the Validity. Uh, we're going to be rolling that out hopefully in the next couple of weeks, so please stay in uh, contact. Right now what we'd like to do is play you a song of the week. Is actually going to be a song that we did yesterday. Uh, in Georgia. This is some new music coming out by the Chris Weaver Band. Everybody have a great week and we'll see you next week on How Valid is the Validity.
took him back and tried to get old Sometimes it seems like it's Baby